Welcome, everybody, to episode 12 of Bombcast. I am your host, DK Dynamite, and we are joined today by the wonderful Revived Gamer. How you doing, my friend? Good. How are you? Pretty good. And we have our co-host, Fajardi. What's going on? Uh, it's going good, but something I gotta say is that our face cam. I just, I just realized that. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that. Can I just swap you on Discord? I just realized that. Uh, can I move you up here? But uh, that's very yeah, strange. <laughs> I'm doing good. I will, I will have my, I will have my face cam on uh, in a few minutes, and uh, I'm just gonna get my Invisalign back in, and then. Uh, yeah. Hey, no problem. We might, you guys might just be swapped today. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but. I will try to figure out uh, how to fix that as we go along. But I think a good reason we started this podcast is for weeks like this. I mean, so much happened this week, which got covered in videos pretty well. But I will also go ahead and say there's a lot of other things that are definitely worth its own podcast. I mean, I think Jason Blundell is one of those things. I brought up briefly yesterday. We have some Vanguard information, some Battlefield cringe, some Zombies cringe. Quite a bit that I think is best saved for a rant and a podcast tonight. Uh, yeah, Fajari's looking different, right? <laughs> Chat noticed. Yeah, we, this, uh, when I get back, we gotta, we gotta fix that because people are gonna think I'm revived. Yeah, <laughs> I actually Which, have no, that's never happened. Yeah, that's actually, that's literally <laughs> never happened. Um, I will say though, Discord has been acting very strange lately, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll try to figure out what's going on as we go. I think first and foremost though, season four marketing at least, uh, was something that I didn't expect too heavily this week, but uh, I'm happy with what we did get. I mean, gameplay trailer during Summer Games Fest, intro cutscene. Uh, we got plenty of little teasers over on Treyarch's Twitter. I mean, I was expecting a lot of it to go live this Monday, but Monday is still going to be the blog post going over everything and the roadmap. So if you guys, for some reason, aren't satisfied with what got confirmed, just know that we do have quite a bit to look forward to with this Monday's reveal. Uh, first off, Revived, how have you felt about the first three seasons, though, of Cold War? Have they met your expectations? Did you want more? I mean, what, what are you feeling as we go into a new season next week? Um, I would say that overall, for someone that plays all of the game, the seasons have been pretty good. Um, I play all of the game. I play Warzone. I play multiplayer. I play Zombies. Um, for someone that plays all the modes, I like it. I am not too mad with the seasons itself for right. the whole game. So. Nice. I would definitely say season four, to me, seems like the one season, if you guys haven't liked the previous ones, that is going to offer an equal amount of content in all modes, which, which is insane. Uh, yeah, Thursday can't come sooner. I agree with that. Uh, Zai over in chat. Today, we're also going to try something a bit different uh, later in the podcast. There are quite a few TikToks that I think you guys may have seen online, or maybe you haven't. They do have some pretty huge misleading information in them about upcoming content in Black Ops Cold War, so quite a bit to go through today. But I guess let's start with Treyarch's Twitter, because... Today, they unexpectedly dropped quite a bit of minor marketing that you guys may find interesting. First off, the profile picture. I mean, when I first saw this, I immediately, for some reason, thought double tap, but it's not. It's one in the chamber. Fajardi's like, wait a second, did you just wake up? Because <laughs> that doesn't make sense. And yeah, he was right. You know, my brain wasn't working for a second. It's not double tap. It is one in the chamber, a new party game dropping over in Colder Multiplayer. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention about this is that I saw a comment recently that I felt kind of hit home a little bit. You know, with every Call of Duty that drops, we kind of have a reset where let's say Black Ops 4 ended with X amount of modes, Cold War then doesn't launch with those same modes. They kind of sporadically drop them throughout the year. So I think a good example is the party games, right? We usually see all the party games added towards the end of a Black Ops game cycle, but in Cold War, we kind of launch without any of them, and little by little, we've seen a couple of them added every season. So do you think it's smart that they sporadically drop some of them just to make sure the game stays fresh? Or do you think a game should launch with every party game at once just so we're kind of on the same page as we were with 
Treyarch's previous entry. What do you think about that one? Um, I would say that I think it's not a bad thing that they do, you know, drops like that because it keeps the game a little bit more fresh. And um, I'm someone that loves playing like gun game, and I love when they drop that and they put it in and they right. they ro rotate it out after. I think it's a smart thing to be honest. It keeps it fresh and yeah, uh, it keeps the the game nice and alive throughout the cycle. Fair enough. Yeah, I, th I think I'm kind of on the I'm on the fence of saying yeah, let's just sporadically drop them to keep the game healthy over a couple of updates, a couple of seasons. But at the same time, I'm like, well. She didn't have to wait that long for one in the chamber, infected, you know, maybe sharpshooter. But I, I think it's a it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of situation. You know, it's like they dropped everything at launch or during one season alone. Then people will be a little more needy for content uh, not too far after that. I do, I believe, understand how to fix this Discord issue. How about both you guys leave this Discord and Fajardi join first and then <laughs> Revive join back. So join, uh, uh, yeah, join waiting room. Or I can actually move you. I can move you uh, like this. Let me definitely fix that. So if somebody joins, they're like, wait, <laughs> what's going on here? All right, let me move him back in. Let's see if that fixes our face cam issue. Yes, it did. Okay. <laughs> that was strange. Enough, uh, revised face cam turned off, though. But Oh, wait a second. That's not right either. Huh? I think, Fajardi, turn your camera on for a second. I don't know if he's AFK or not. <laughs> when Right when Revive joined, I swapped them. That's so weird. Wasn't like that before we started. Uh, when he comes back, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll deal with this again. Uh, I lost Revive now. Here he is. Let me... What a technical issue, chat. I don't know how that happened, but I will fix it now. There we go. Yeah, it's probably going to swap him again. Once uh, they both get their face cams on, we'll go ahead and fix that again. Uh, the next teaser we ended up getting, I think, was pretty interesting, which I want to go over in a video as well. The prologue to our next round-based zombies map. Because on June 17th, so I hope people <laughs> read the wording of this. So the prologue to the next round base map is on June 17th. The prologue standing for the second outbreak quest. People read this and believed that this meant Berlin drops on June 17th. And I'm like, no, I don't know if this is as bad as when people said R meant Richthofen, not Ravenoff. Uh, yeah, the losing brain cell section, uh, Lou and chat, we're going to go over uh, later on in this podcast. I have quite a, few to quite a bit to talk about with that one. Revive, you still with us? Okay, I think he's there. I think I heard you for a second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah your face cam turned off, by the way. Uh, yeah, I think I fixed that yeah. issue, but Let me see. when Fajardi puts his face cam on, I think it'll it'll uh, it'll fix everything. Oh, now now I put me below. Okay, something's very wrong okay. with Discord you know today. What? How about how about once he puts his webcam on? I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll, we'll leave it like that for now. Some serious yeah. uh, serious technical issue with Discord today. Not sure what happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like I brought up I brought up in a video before. I was like, wait a second. You know, Noah J put a tweet out one time about how R stood for Richtofen, and he was joking. Like, nothing wrong with him joking about it. And I mentioned in a video, very specifically, I was like, here's why this joke isn't necessarily a positive for the community, because people already have an issue moving past the nostalgia and just accepting a new story with new characters. So the joke kind of fueled that. And I mentioned in a video briefly, out of pure respect for Noah, I know he was joking, but people out there started taking it the wrong way, saying that I was hating on Noah, that I was saying that Noah couldn't joke about it. I'm like, no, man, that's not what I meant at all, but... It's like it's hard to transition to a new story with new characters and people are still stuck on the past. It's kind of what I was going for. Um, but I think somebody had pointed out Charlie Intel maybe maybe even fell for this prologue wording in, uh, in Treyarch's tweet today. Let's see if I can find that tweet still. I don't think they mis misinterpreted this, but people interpreted their tweet as oh Berlin's dropping so soon. They put new round base map W. I don't know if that's what they meant though. Maybe they just meant yeah W new round base map is dropping. People actually took that as Berlin is dropping on June seventeenth. Uh, which isn't the case at all. Um, and we then got a zoo teaser, which looks fantastic. I'll go ahead and uh, put that on screen for you guys. 
Uh, and if you guys are listening to this on an audio platform, you can check this out on Treyarch's Twitter. So Zoo is the next region over an outbreak, but something I, I see being said now is that Outbreak isn't a proper DLC 2. It doesn't really represent the DLC 2, but let, let's clear something up real quickly now. DLC 3s from every previous Black Ops game have dropped at around this time, or I should say at around end of June, early July. Let's think back to Shangri-La. Let's think back to, what is it, Buried, then Gorod Krovi. Uh, what am I missing here? Black Ops 4 was Alpha Omega. And now we're going to look at probably a somewhat July release date for Berlin. So uh, explain to me why the DLC schedule seems off for some people. They just, I guess, made it seem different with dropping Outbreak February 25th, whatever it was. And then now we're going to be getting, what is it, uh, Berlin towards some point in July as well. I mean, it's the same It's the same system. I mean, what do you think about that revival? What do you think about th this different schedule this year? Do you like it or is it is it a bit too long to wait 160 days for the next round base map? What are you thinking? Well, I, what I think was what happened with this year is that people simply just don't really accept Outbreak, to be honest. They just don't accept it as a mode, even though it's yeah. gotten a lot of updates. I think that's what a lot of people just don't like it that much. They don't, in their, in their mind, they're like, well, this doesn't really count because it's not something I enjoy and it's not something that I play, so why am I going to count it? And it's kind of different to how it's... It's been in the past because of the four DLCs, but now it's sort of different. Like, people don't realize that we're not getting maps every, you know, you know, a certain amount of time because it's promise. It's it's different how it is now. Right, right. But people now they just um, they look at Outbreak and they're not really interested in it, and they don't play it. They say it's not fun and playable to some people, and they just take that out of their mind, and then they go, okay, well we haven't gotten a map since. February 4th, which has been, you know, more than four months from now. So people uh, look at it like that, and that's why a lot of people are very negative, and their mindset changes because of their perspective. Right, and, and I see comments that are like, oh, you know, four months without a map, this map better be good. And then here's what the problem I see with this one. It's like, oh, well, expectations might be a bit too high for Berlin once it does drop. So can Treyarch even do anything in this Berlin map to excite people who have, quote unquote, been waiting four months for content? And, and that's the thing, right? Once all is said and done, which I, it's about to be done in the next week, Outbreak, we have to turn all, all our camps to fix it. Okay, yeah, let's see. Yeah, I, I, I'm back, but I didn't want to intervene. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's do that real oh. quick. Oh, yeah. my, okay. Okay, let's see. Yes, I think we fixed it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know what happened in Discord today, man. Maybe because we didn't have our cameras on at the same time. It just, I don't know, had, had a had a heart attack today. I don't know. Discord was weird. All right, now we're all good. Um, and that's the thing. Once, once all is said and done in the next week, Outbreak will have how many world events? Two main Easter eggs? How many regions? Six or seven? I mean, can somebody sit there and tell me that all of that combined isn't the equivalent of a DLC 2? Let that be... Uh, what are DLC 2s? Not Call of the Dead. It's, uh, yeah, Call of the Dead, Mob of the Dead, uh, Ancient Evil. I'm missing one. Zetsubo Noshima. You're telling me that what Outbreak's about to have in the next week, all at once, isn't the equivalent of a DLC 2. That's why I'm like, yeah, it's different this year. There wasn't a contractual obligation to drop more maps at all, but they still are doing it. But you're still telling me that somehow Outbreak means nothing at the end of the day. It's like, that's my problem. You don't have to like the mode. We're not trying to force anybody to like the mode, but at least think logically about what a DLC 2 means this time around. And, you know, maybe the extra time they had to make Berlin is going to make the map that much better. So the fact they even teased it at all in the trailer the other day, I'm like, that, that blew my mind because I predicted it slightly that 
Treyarch knows what the people want. They know what the community's been anticipating the most. So yeah, they're going to tease it for at least a couple of frames in the trailer. Similar to the original Cold War Zombies reveal in, what was it, the multiplayer reveal last summer? They put like a couple of seconds of zombies in there. So Treyarch knows what we want. They know what the people are asking for, but... I think people just need to do their need to do their part in just understanding Treyarch's approach to the game. I think that's even Black Ops 4's issue with the community is that people didn't understand the approach to that game. It wasn't just to bring us a game that was better than Black Ops 3. You know, my fingers are up, better than Black Ops 3. It was meant to introduce to a new storyline while ending a previous story. But, you know, game development is tough. Treyarch gonna move out to COD 2020. It wasn't exactly easy to pull off a game like Black Ops 4. So, um, I think that leads us to another point that we'll get to about Treyarch being stuck in this cycle of just not being able to fully develop and polish a game after three years of development. They've kind of been back and forth helping other studios, yada, yada, yada. But aside from Zoo, um, how are you guys feeling about seeing at least two to three more regions in Outbreak? Is that going to be too many or should they kind of make a separate playlist at some point for some of these regions? What do you think? Um I definitely think one one thing I one thing people tend to forget is that we haven't gotten a new round base map since outbreak release, obviously, right? Right. So when this new one Berlin drops, we're most likely going to be getting the Wonder Weapon in Outbreak, the mini boss in Outbreak. Sorry, I have a mint in my mouth. That's why I'm lisping a little bit. No, you're good. But you know they're going to be adding all these extra things that people not are not really thinking about right now. Like, like I said, the like Wonder Weapon being added because it seems like that's what they're going to be doing. They're going to be just throwing this huge mosh pit of everything in Outbreak. And two, three more reasons, you're going to be looking at a highly replayable mode by the time yeah. the, the life cycle is over for Black Ops Cold War. And that's the thing, too, is the arguments I see about, quote-unquote, lack of content in Black Ops Cold War, at least. It's like, my questions for people that complain about it is, all right, you may not like the game. That's I respect that. But do you not play any other game aside from Call of Duty? Do you only play one mode in the Call of Duty? Like, how is it that no matter what they add, it's not good enough? I mean, that's, that, that's just the common argument I see every single year. It's like, what could they do at this point? But another good point is with the Season 4 intro now, which dropped earlier this morning. I'm blown away by it, by the way. Uh, you were mentioning this a little bit off screen, Jardy. You're like, what's up with Adler? How he kind of kind of got saved from the Verdansk Hospital. Is immediately back in the field, though. What's up with, with Sus Adler now? That's, that's something that's really spicy for this season. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really make sense how someone was clearly captured by enemy lines. They they were at Apocalypse, so they saw he was being tortured. So I don't know how no one could have connected the dots that maybe this guy could have been, uh, you know, messed with a little bit in the head. But no, <laughs> yeah, just right back on the field, leading teams. By the way, because if you <laughs> leading show, teams, he's like, <laughs> he's like he's like clean this up, clean this up. And I, I don't know. I think that's very. I mean, obviously they have to do it to you know for the story to progress, but um, it just seems a little bit. Oh, uh, weird. I What's I'm completely fine with. I'm, I'm, I love seeing Sus Adler. Yeah, I feel like some, some, some gap is missing in between the season three outro, season four intro. How's it feel with the intro revived? Are, are you hyped? Do you care about these villains you're introducing? Do you feel more connected to them? I mean, what, what's up with these intros going on? Um, I saw the intro. I saw the intro today, and uh, it was pretty. It was pretty cool. I like the. Um, I do feel a sense of like the the story is actually getting like starting to move now. Yeah. Like the Adler and stuff like that. It's finally getting to show. And there's only two seasons left after this one, so it'll, it'll be good to see how uh, it right. ends. But it feels like things are kicking off now with that story, and I'm definitely a lot more invested this year than I was last year. <laughs> Bro, I, I remember your tweets last year, Revive. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah. Every time they didn't reveal 
Call of Duty on like a Monday. Like we were waiting for the Black Ops Cold to reveal. Every single week you would tweet, you're like, bro, what's going on? Man, every Monday or every Thursday of last yeah. year, you were like, where's our reveal at, man? I'm losing hope here at this point. <laughs> you were yeah, you were down bad sick last year, man, without this reveal. It was it was it I, was just yeah, it was bad. I, I, I just yeah. was not interested in Modern Warfare. Like it, just the story. I feel you, man. I'm like, right when I got invested so deeply into the Black Ops Colder campaign, I'm like, this is going to be a great year, man. The story is that rich. How can they expand on this over the next couple of seasons? I knew I knew right away I was going to be hyped as hell. But, dude, we want to talk about down bad. Last year, I mean, I can't even re- I can't even tell you where the hell I was last year. I can't even remember when they would drop blog posts, the new intros for the season. I don't think I even paid attention. I just didn't, I just didn't care. I, I mean, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I think last year the only time I even looked at things was um, they had Intel drops in Warzone. Yes. I only cared because I cared of like what they said about Cold War because like they were teasing Cold War <laughs> and I'm like okay I like don't care about this I just want to see what it is because they they dragged on that I think they dragged on that season a lot with the post uh, post launch like seasons and the in terms of the story there was you know some of the trailers had very little substance I think. Um, with yeah. the actual seasons they didn't have a lot to them which i feel like these have a lot more substance because the whole game is centered around this huge story and this huge universe and, yeah and on top of that this game is kind of uh, has i want to say multiple stories going at once that are all intertwined and just bleeding over into each other every now and again a campaign uh multiplayer zombies wars on everything's just intertwined and being connected so well but to build off your point with last year i'm like am i crazier than most of the intel last year just uh, copy paste the intel that was already in Spec Ops because people didn't play Spec Ops, so they were just re-releasing it in Warzone. So I'm like, how do I get in- how do I get interested in this? And then we had some weird teasers for like Woods over in the Gulag, which never got followed up on. So I'm like, explain to me how last year I was supposed to be invested in anything that was going on. And it just it just wasn't it, bro. <laughs> um, something I'd like to bring up. I mean, for me personally, like I I would still I, I didn't like play a lot of the stuff, but I still like kept up with the the story that was going on and i can't even i can't even tell you what that story was like what was going on with the story right like the the shadow group or whatever it's called like no idea i i can't i can't tell i can't say there wasn't a story but i just i i I didn't have a reason to care content was so difficult last year that this year i I mean this is just me chat you could disagree with this this year for me is like heaven for call of duty content i feel like there's just so i feel like there's always more i could be doing as if i'm not covering enough Whereas last year, I'm like struggling to find what to talk about. So that's why I brought this up in a tweet recently, which we'll, we'll touch on later as well. I'm, I'm scared for the Vanguard transition to Call of Duty content because the interest is already pretty negative, very low for no reason at all. The game's not even revealed yet. People were deciding that one unrevealed game, Battlefield, is going to be better than an unrevealed Call of Duty because of a rumor about a World War II era that also isn't confirmed. So I'm, I'm almost like I'm seeing like just a view count across any channel on YouTube that covers Vanguard or talks about it and people are very negative about it. So I'm, I'm worried to have to put down cold war for whatever Sledgehammer's is offering. But I think once the reveal comes around, people will be a little bit more interested and we'll see a more positive take on, on the game for the YouTube scene. Go ahead. Though. Something I'd like to bring up about the operators with compared to modern warfare and uh, black ops cold war. is just like every single operator they've added and black ops cold war has a purpose. Like they're connected to the story. Right. I mean, I, I've even done research on this. I can't figure out the story adding Mara to Modern Warfare. <laughs> Besides, like, I, I don't, like... Yeah. I, I read her backstory and it was like, oh, she... Ever since she was young, she's been in the military. I was like, okay. One, one sentence. <laughs> one sentence. Was, but, yeah. but for Stitch, for Naga, for Wraith, for... 
for every for everyone they've yeah. added has been has been actually woven into the story. So yeah, am I a Treyarch fanboy or did I get the chills today when I watched this intro when when Deathstalker's carrying the scientist holding him and like I mean intimidating, dude. Like intimidating. I think this is gonna be the, the second best villain in Cold War right now. That Deathstalker, whatever his name is. Um, his name was confirmed to be Jackal. Is it confirmed? Oh, so they, maybe yeah. they changed the the data mine names. Who cares? Because yeah. well, that's just um, usually the the in the file names have different names for got the it, actual operators. It. Yeah, like not a serpent in the files. Got it. That makes more sense. Yeah, because I remember I heard leaked uh, Deathstalker, Komodo, and Quicksand. Somebody's like, these are GI Joe ass names, man. What's going on with these operator names? I'm like, yeah, I'm glad that they were just little placeholder references to them in the files. That's fine, Jackal. That's a cool ass name. I mean, Stitch is. Uh, such a great villain. I mean, I saw comments today saying this, and I couldn't agree more. We want Stitch to win because this could set up a great sequel to Black Ops Cold War. We want to see this 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 a fuck up all over the world. I mean that. Um, and I also think with this numbers program, the brainwashing, it's something that people wanted to see more of after Black Ops One, which you didn't really get in Black Ops Two. Kind of got in Black Ops Cold War's campaign, but they could do so much more than that. Uh, and it's like I predicted before. I think the the Cold War sequel, if there is one, will take place. Kind of uh, filling in some gaps in the past era of Black Ops 2. Not erasing Black Ops 2's canon, that's also possible, but maybe filling a lot of loose ends with the past era of Black Ops 2. Like, where did Mason go for those 30 years? Blah, blah, blah. If they want to tie in Task Force 141 with Modern Warfare, so much they can do with that. But before I forget, in this intro, people pointed out the dam is visible in Verdansk. And we're like, wait, what? I think it's just a mistake. I think when they're making the cinematic for this months ago, they didn't decide if... Dan was going to still be in Verdansk 84, or was it going to be this summit that's there now? So to answer everybody's question, who's confused, I'm pretty sure it was just a, uh, a cinematic error. We see these all the time in Call of Duty, where, you know, they probably storyboarded something, and then they made changes gameplay-wise after the fact, then boom, we get this little uh, uh, plot hole, I guess you could say, a little continuity error. It's not a big deal at all. I don't think they're replacing someone with the Dan. That would be that would be foolish of them. Um, yeah. But overall, cutscene was fantastic. W you going to say something else? Um so interesting too about the the future like the seasons of cold war is um what i love about Trek is how they do their, their their characters and their storytelling and what i think would be interesting is with adler obviously being brainwashed now like i wonder if that sets up a return for mason and what i would love in stories what i love in stories is when they don't make their characters be dumb for that long and play dumb when they actually self-realize hey there's something up with him there's like there's something up, and I think Mason's the type of guy to go, hey, there's something up with him, right? And we gotta we gotta figure out what it is. Like like he's gotta be self aware of what's what's uh, his actions are because obviously Mason went through that same process. It'd be interesting to see what happens. That, that's why I said once Adler turns on us or we find out that something's wrong with him, I think that is a perfect opportunity to see Mason as an operator. I said this before. I'm like, if you look at the Black Ops Two canon, the game opens up where Mason's taking care of David, his son, and. During that, Hudson comes to pick him up because Woods was captured in Angola. So my question is maybe Mason comes out from retirement briefly, kills Adler or deals with this Adler brainwashing situation, goes back to retirement, and then Woods is on his own with his crew and then gets captured by Menendez unexpectedly. That's how they can explain how this still works in the Black Ops 2 timeline. That's if they're keeping that game canon. I think they are. But I also mentioned before, I'm like, Kravchenko being in the Dark Ether story probably means nothing's going to happen to him in zombies in terms of him getting killed or captured or something. He's somehow going to exit this Dark Ether story and end up in, what was it, Afghanistan where he was? Yeah, in the Middle East, yeah. Yeah, in the Middle East. So it, it, that's the thing. If Kravchenko dies in the Dark Ether story for whatever reason, Black Ops 2 is immediately thrown out the window. That's not canon anymore. But if Activision comes out and says, hey, we have different canons, different timelines, I think that'll also help so that none of these stories are kind of uh, held down by the other, if that makes sense. You know, 
no no hands being tied here. If they want to write the story in this direction, or that direction, they can do that. Um, I think season five or six will kind of be when we really understand what the canon really is at this point and what they're going for here. If they're going to merge this with Black Ops 2 or, you know, yada, yada, yada. Let's talk about the gameplay. The gameplay trailer during the Summer Games Fest. Before we talk about the actual gameplay, though, I, I want to mention, I saw comments that are like, Oh, it was underwhelming. They didn't show enough. I'm like, people forget this was a Summer Games Fest with a Call of Duty panel, not a Call of Duty stream all about Season 4. It reminds me of, what was it, the Investors Call a couple weeks ago, where somebody, <laughs> some, where somebody's like, they're talking so much about money. I want to hear about Berlin. I'm like, this isn't a Zombies live stream. This is an Investors Call with Activision, million-dollar shareholders that are talking yeah. about the, the whole franchise, and, and there are other non-Call of Duty games, too. <laughs> yeah. And another thing is, too, is they... How they set up those panels is you have a specific time, like time for the panel. You like you're getting told, hey, you have this much time for this panel during this event. They don't have a limited time. It's not right. something where it's their event. It's and people were saying, I know a lot of people that played zombies were saying that, man, what the hell? We got like seven foot uh, seconds of footage. And I'm like, what, the f- what did you expect? <laughs> this is not a zombie. Like if it said Call of Duty Zombies panel, then right? Okay, but it's. It's the Cold War and Warzone panel. It's not gonna. The trailer's not gonna be five minutes long when they only had a certain amount of time set up. For yeah. You know, it's like uh, I get why people um, were were, you know, want, want to see it. Right, want to see more about the map. But it's also one. It's a teaser clip. It's not like it's a full reveal for the map. And yep. People were saying it's a teaser. It's supposed to be a few seconds. Like that's like <laughs> saying um, back in Bo3 when they did their the first uh, um, gameplay with the campaign and multiplayer, and at the end they teased the giant. Like, oh my god, why didn't they show more? Like it's supposed to be a teaser. It's not the full map reveal. Right. Like, and, and don't forget, we weren't promised any of that either. I said this a week ago. I said if they show Berlin in this summer games fest premiere i'll be shocked but at the very least it's just going to be multiplayer warzone what's selling the most right now maybe a couple seconds of outbreak and we got all of that plus the berlin teaser so i'm like instead of being grateful for what they gave us out of nowhere people are complaining about it so i'm like bro on top of that either way i'm like all right uh when it comes to the maps we're getting in this season they renamed dunes to collateral dunes the map that we talked about dude we talked about this i think in december bro there is gameplay leaked out of dunes and a map called echelon both of which fit the theme of the season perfectly dunes is in angola africa probably close to satellite somewhere and now it's been renamed to collateral cool no problem with that at all it's for both 6v6 and 12v12 so correct me if i'm wrong we haven't got a new combined arms map in a long time i can't what was the last one they added well, the last one was Miami, but that wasn't even new. That was just them putting Miami into the playlist. They just, yeah. Are there what vehicles are on Miami? By the way, what are the bikes? What do they even I'm, do? I'm, I'm sure there is vehicles. Because all combined ours, all combined ours maps have vehicles. So I'm like, what are they? I'm kind of confused. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they have vehicles on Miami. Unless I'm wrong. But yeah, I, I when I was playing it, I didn't. I didn't see any, or at least I didn't use any. But I know there are some on like crossroads and stuff like that. Miami works pretty well in combined arms. When I've played it a few times, it looks it actually flows well just because there's a lot more chaos. But yeah, um, and by the way, we still don't have any support for onslaught in the map Armada. I'm curious if we're going to see that at some point in in the future. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a map that hasn't gotten enough love. Armada Strike plays well when there's no snipers. I'll tell you that much. Oh yeah. What people I think what people tend to forget again is that this the the minute trailer we got is not like the roadmap. It's not everything we're getting in the entire season. Uh, right. They just those are just the main the the main big points that, that make everyone go like this is, I'm getting hyped for this now. But when the roadmap drops, you know we're gonna see so much yeah. more stuff, especially for zombies. Because if you're talking about zombies, like oh just outbreak in this now, the roadmap's gonna have a lot more stuff. I'm still I'm still it. curious if all the content that was shown yesterday is day one content. People were like oh it's hijacked mid season. Mm-hmm. I'm like honestly. 
we talked about Echelon, a map that there's gameplay of the map already. Check my description chat and I think my previous video. There's leaked gameplay everywhere of this map. Echelon's been done for months. Fits the theme of the season perfectly. So I'm guessing that that map's being saved for mid-season. Maybe the season four outro cutscene will tie into this other multiplayer map. But we usually see the remaster dropped mid-season, not at the beginning. I know we got raid during season one, but season one reloaded brought us Express. Season two reloaded brought us, which remaster was it? I'm blanking here. Season three reloaded brought us a standoff at least. So I, I would say I think all the content we saw yesterday is day one, but hey, they might save, hijack something for mid-season. You never know. But uh, we got to wait for this Monday for the blog post and roadmap to know that for sure. Uh, we then got Amsterdam for 2v2 gunfight. I mean, I'm excited for that. That looks incredible. The gameplay is going to be real diverse with that one. Being outside and whatnot, I can see some quick snipes happening uh, in that experience. Looking forward to that map being added to the gunfight tournament rotation as well. Uh, what about the hand cannon annihilator, man? What's up? People are going to be pissed off with how you get nukes now. It's going to be seven kills with your yeah. gun, hand cannon, yeah. war machine, death machine or something. Wow, people are going to be running that. Sheesh. Quick nukes, bro. Dude, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I love the hand cannon. That was one of my favorite to use in uh, BO4. Right. BO3. I love it. I just love the, you know, when you get a kill and you just go on like a five, six kill streak. Right. It, it's great. And, you know, people complain about, like, the nukes. But honestly, man, it's it's, it's just have fun. It's, Who it's, cares, it's, man? Yeah. It, Who cares? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, look, look at the nuke they added with uh, Die Hard Point. You had to get gun kills to get the actual nuke streak. And, and you couldn't use War Machine, Death Machine, none of that to get an actual nuke. Nuclear, sure. But the nuke itself, you had to, had to be all gun kills, about 20-something, 23 or something. Yeah. So I'm like, there you go. If you, you want to show some skill, get an actual nuke, which I want to go for maybe one more before they get rid of Die Hard Point. Uh, mm -hmm. and then yeah, nail guns coming back. I mean, there's some really exciting content coming with the season. That's why I'm saying I, I saw some comments that are like, "Oh, Warzone's not getting much." I'm like, "Can you wait for the roadmap, please?" Before judging this, because season three reloaded just brought us Nakatomi Plaza to to, to Verdansk. That's huge, bro. That building is yeah. huge. There's a lot of content that just dropped in Warzone. So excuse them if they want to add in more to multiplayer and zombies this season. Jesus Christ, man! It's like, what is the problem? And also, yeah. And also, the the rumor of what what's coming next. Like, I don't know how you can complain. Like, I dude, with, what's coming? So I don't. I, I like I said, we're in Wonderland, bro. Look back at the content for like Black Ops four, three, two. You're waiting three plus months for one map pack. No, there's no bullshit battle passes, intro cinematics. Look where we're at right now. We're in heaven. That's why I said one day, and this might, I hope it doesn't happen, but one day they might get rid of this system where they're doing the seasons, the cutscenes, all extra budget going into it. They may go back to just the laziest model ever with a season pass or whatnot. People are going to be begging for this model to come back, the one we have right now in Cold yeah. War. Look speaking at, we're that. spoiled right now with this. Look at how much shit's coming. It's crazy. Yeah, speaking of that, it's like I, for instance, I was playing Black Ops Four on PC, and like you, like I, I had to buy the game, and I, and I was like, okay, I bought the game, but now I have to buy all these DLCs just to play most of this content that's. In that the are still game. full price, by the way. And they're full price, by the <laughs> yeah. way, right now. They barely go on sale, like like twice or three times a year they go on sale. Um, but it's like you go back to all these games, and you know you buy these games multiple times to play on different platforms, and you end up spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on one single game. When now it's like you just buy the copy of the game, you get everything. You get every and yeah, sure. Like I feel like COD now is more of a game where you're kind of benefiting from going back and play these games because you get to see how much content there really is. Yeah, there's so much. And after, after it, the it's always the game. same argument though. It's it's either one of three things: not enough six v six maps, not enough round based maps, or skill based matchmaking. It's like either one of those three are equally as, as poisonous on the internet right now. It's like, oh, if they drop 10, 66 maps this season, somebody, somebody I guarantee you would still say, oh, who cares? I don't care how good the maps are. SPMM ruined the game for me. 
hoax, by the way, because it's like SPMM is in every Call of Duty, is more severe and, and it's stronger in Modern Warfare. It exists in Cold War 2, don't get me wrong. But to say that SPMM prevents you from playing, like you're just looking for excuses at this point. You're tired of Call of Duty. You found the easiest excuse possible to stop playing. That's all it is. It's not the content. Scapegoat. It's a scapegoat. I mean, MJ's in chat, by the way. MJ, hey, MJ Crazer, the legend, Stitch himself. Go. No, we were just talking about Stitch as well. Yeah, uh, definitely going to have MJ on a future episode of the podcast, 100%. We'll find, find a good schedule that works for him. Uh, Goddamn, MJ. I mean, we were just saying how uh, the new character, Jackal, might be as intimidating and equally as interesting as Stitch is. Because Stitch is one of the, I think, better villains Call of Duty's ever done. That I, I actually want to win. I want to see his plan succeed completely. I want this to tie into a Cold War sequel of some sort. Um, which is still, even if this game is still a prequel to Black Ops 2, they can still tell some story with these guys in like a filler Call of Duty game that takes place like throughout parts of Black Ops 2 as well. They could do a lot with that. Um, yeah, I've been loving the uh, the MJ and Damon Victor Allen beef over on Twitter as well. I'm gonna oh pull some up real quick. That was so funny, so funny. Let me pull some up. We don't have that, dude. No, I've never seen that before. Just like that be it's so funny it's just so funny to see when like, actors care so much about their characters they know how much community loves yeah. their characters they just want to interact like this this meme by the way i was i actually almost crashed my car earlier i was laughing at this one i saw this on my phone pov hr emails back and says they investigated the matter and found no wrongdoing i was like mj posted some memes earlier i couldn't stop laughing at. i'm like holy crap <laughs> this is some good ass memes uh yeah i mean yeah. mj right. the community the hardcores at the most definitely care about this interaction you've been doing with uh Damon on Twitter. I mean, it, it's actually it's actually incredible to see when actors oh, care so much about great their people their, too. Oh great yeah, people. great people, man. Yep. Uh, another good one here. Wears sunglasses inside, takes them off at high noon in the middle of the desert. I'm like, bro, Adler's <laughs> sus, man. What's going on with Adler, dude? <laughs> He's too sussy. He's sussy. Yeah, He's man. I, I'm just like, oh, dude. Today was sus. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm saying today was a busy day over on Twitter. And there, there's even more to come on Monday too with the roadmap blog post. I mean, it's like I said, I don't want this game to end, man. That's why I'm like, I just hope whatever such hammer brings to the table is a banger. But if you told me you have three years of Cold War, I'll take it, dude. I'll seriously take it. I'm, I'm happy with this game. Uh, oh, here's another one. We have destructible environments, 128 player matches and fighter jets. We have hijacked. <laughs> Little <laughs> Avengers reference there. I mean, I, hi, yeah, hijacked is seriously... A fan favorite. I think it played extraordinarily well. I love that map. I love that map I mean, so much. You remember Black Ops so 3's remaster? It's called Skyjack. Yeah, that, yeah. that was beautiful, man. I mean, we saw it in, in Blackout. I, I found it ironic that you could argue Black Ops 4 multiplayer was going to see Raid and Hijack added in because they were in Blackout already. Yeah, but they I was saved it. Say that. Yeah, go ahead. No, they saved it for this game. I was going to say that every single, like, remaster that was in the Blackout map is going to be coming to Cold War. And yeah. Any... In some way, shape, or form, like yeah. maybe I'm, I'd expect we would see firing range. I would want to see firing range. Uh, I think they would do it because it's a classic map. But I feel like they're just gonna go with maps that haven't been remastered a lot before. And yeah, just I, I throw agree. Them back in. I mean, there was a rumor that came out from some other insiders and leakers. They were claiming that we're gonna see at least one to two more Black Ops two remasters, but they are going to eventually bring some Black Ops one maps to the mix. Because I'm like, I mean, not only do those maps fit perfectly, but there's. I think every D every DLC map in Black Ops One multiplayer, aside from I think Stadium, has never gotten remastered a single time. Zoo, you can say, ah, kinda, because it's coming to Fire Team and Outbreak, but I mean, there's a lot of juicer maps that people don't even know about. Because again, it's like Revive was saying, going back now to those DLC seasons or those DLC map packs, you gotta pay full price for them. You have a split player base; nobody's playing those games anymore. You're not gonna be able to play those maps at this point unless you go against bots. So, so many maps people deserve to see at some point. They were just ten out of tens in uh, <laughs> Black Ops One, absolutely incredible, but. 
here's a big part of the gameplay review now. We talked touched on it a bit already, but when it comes to Berlin, Fajardi, open open up with the point you were making about people playing this map for like three days and moving on. <laughs> Bring that up real quick. That's huge. That's huge. So I've been, you know, I've been peeking around the community, uh, looking at what people have been saying. Uh, as probably most people have, and I've seen I've seen some people saying like, "Oh my God, we're finally getting a round base round round base map. This is so awesome. This is so sick." And then I I, I, I replied to somebody one of these times because I was just like I was so fed up with seeing the same thing over and over again. It's not like an angry fed up. It was kind of just like like really dude type of fed up. And I I said to this guy, I'm like, "Well, you're gonna play the you're gonna play the map for three days and then say where's the next map? Like it doesn't matter. Like I don't know. It's it's really quite a disturbing thing that this, that this is the state of the community where they'll, they'll pressure something so hard, like Berlin, 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 round base, round base, round base. And then when it drops, as soon as the cutscene gets found, boom, we're gone. Where's the next map? Where's the next update? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah and, that's that's my spiel. I, 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 I could... That, oh, go ahead. No, yeah. go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Um, but what I was going to say was, I think something that people don't realize, and I think something that maybe could help in the future is like, with with cod right it's like you gotta have the mind i feel like you you have to have the mindset now it's like when things come the, the when the when things will get here they'll get here right they'll 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 arrive you know you can't pressure things because at the end of the day you can't control how they push out maps you can't control when something comes out you can't do it. you can complain and 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 you know scream to the to the heavens like hey bring him bring us this now it's like but at the end of the day it's not it's not what you can control and I think something going forward is that you can hope for the best, but you also gotta just lay 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 it down and be like, okay, well, when it happens, it happens. You know, there's uh, there's other games to play in the meantime, there's other things to do. You could try out something, and you don't have to pressure yourself to play something now. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's I, a problem. When you're talking about when you're talking about like praying for people to release. I, I just kept I, I just kept thinking about a joke where people would like do the same thing the like the Jason Blundell. I mean we're gonna talk about him later on. In the podcast, <laughs> oh man, yeah. That's... Where it's like, oh Jason Blundell, save us, save us, like. Dude, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I could. Yeah, this is gonna be a long podcast, man. That, that's that, a that, lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I, what I see happening right is I see Berlin being an absolutely. Just ridiculously cool map. One of the best since, you can argue, their eyes in direct, blood of the dead, whatever, whatever people's favorite yeah. maps are. I see this map being crazy, dude. The fact they've used all this time since pre-Firebase Z reveal yeah. to so make this map, and we're using yeah. a train to travel, that just tells me the map's going to be massive. It's going to be a city, worldwide outbreak kind of vibe to it. The public's going to see this dark ether explosion. I mean, this map has potential here. I got a little transit vibes from seeing the train. I'm like, oh, we're going to use this new way to travel, Shaolin Shuffle energy, you know, be Tram from Shadows of Evil kind of vibe. The way we're going to be traveling around, the map's going to be huge. Give this map a chance, but it's like Vajardi said, once the cutscene's solved, once the side quests are, are revealed, I think within a week people are going to say, where, where's the next thing at? We don't have enough maps. The map could be perfect. People will say, we don't have enough of this in the game. We need more of this. And, you know what? yeah. You know what I would say is that with um with these maps, I think something that hopefully they do, and I think that just to please please people a little bit more is that you know obviously they can't push out maps obviously all the time because they take and especially if they're taking time for these maps and they want to make them real quality maps, something they could do is just add little things to the map like game modes right like you know add a mode here or there that people can go play on these maps you know maybe a new mode that's you know new that could at least bring some life to the maps because crank 2 is actually a pretty decent mode 
not a lot of people are playing it right now. Um, mm-hmm. But add more modes like that just to breathe life into it. And I think, you know, it'll be okay for, for, for a while while people wait. But people are very impatient and they don't like waiting, which I get why. You know, it's a long time to wait four months. But it's also a thing of if the map has quality, I think that, that time pays off. And, you know, you know, dev time pays off with, with quality. And I think this map will right. probably be quality. And it's yeah. another thing, too, of like... They labeled Outbreak as DLC 2 specifically because I think there's one more map after Berlin. So in total, there will be four round-based maps in Black Ops Colder by the end of this game cycle. And then Outbreak is on its own two feet, still DLC 2, but really with lots of other unique content. We'll probably see another mode or two. I mean, it's like I said, no matter what, this would have been a sledgehammer year, by the way. This was a sledgehammer Call of Duty 2020. Yep. Call of Duty 2020. So at this point, right now in June, we would have maybe been getting some teasers for Treyarch's next game. It was just a bit reversed. I mean, well, people would have, what would people have wanted more, though? That's my question. Kind of wait even longer since Black Ops 4 to get another Treyarch game? Or have Infinity Ward and Sledgehammer drop their games and then get Treyarch 2021? You know, it's like, <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know, man. I don't know what would have been better. People would say, oh, well, Treyarch would have had more time to make Cold War. It's like, but Cold War wasn't their game. Who knows what they were making before they, ch- they stepped True. into this? Because, yeah. yeah, they could have been making a whole different Black Ops entry or something else. Raven and Sledgehammer had this game going with Adler and this Cold War era experience. So Treyarch stepped into this and made everything work. Who knows what would have happened if they didn't do that. So I think we're <laughs> genuinely really spoiled this year with the content we're getting and the expansions. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. But, you know, one thing I wanted to bring up that you said off camera before we started Revived about when they dropped this map. Is it reloaded or pre-reloaded while people are away at ZWC? How funny would that be? <gasps> <laughs> Dude, that would be so funny to me. They just drop it like, hey guys, here's the map. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, they're just not home to cover it. I guess it's funny. That'd be so funny. So, and when is EWC? Is June 20 what? Um, two weeks. Like, 20, like 25th or the 27th around there. Like, so two weeks from now, two and a half weeks. Because arguably Reload is going to be like, let me look at the calendar real quick. Um, Probably like mid end of July, maybe mid July. I don't know. Uh, Let me check some dates real quick. I want to check this out because usually we get reloaded about a month in a month and a week into a new season. So yep. let's just guess July 15th or 22nd, 2021 for season Somewhere four, reloaded, there, yeah. maybe around there. And <laughs> you look at that, that's still roughly around the same time you get a DLC three and a Treyarch title. So it still works. But if your theory is true, they could drop Berlin even before reloaded. You know, maybe because season one remind me about season season one had a mid season update and a reloaded. Season one was a bit longer than every season we've gotten after that. Season two and three were a bit shorter. Season one had like two mid season updates, right? It had like what was left on the first roadmap, and then we had season one reloaded with even more surprises. So season four could be that. I mean, I don't know if they have enough time for that, but what do you think about that? Uh, I was just gonna say someone in chat said uh, uh, Jerry said. Firebase Z was finally. I'm sorry, I had to touch on this just for a second. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Firebase Z was finally a great new zombies map that wasn't remastered. Um, I just the thing I want to say to that is just um, you know, you cannot tell me that D Machine plays anything like Doctor and Toten. So right. It, well, it's not even the only, the only similarity between D Machine and Doctor and Toten is the building in the center. One Everything room. else is. It, it's also one room. yeah. It's also a matter of like all right. Firebase borrowed elements of the Vietnam campaign mission in Cold War. And who cares? What Call of Duty hasn't done that? Which Call of Duty hasn't borrowed elements of campaign that aren't utilized that much and adapt them into multiplayer maps or zombies, whatever the hell it is. So 
another thing, Berlin might be the best map ever, and you'll see some comments. Oh, it's just it's just brick in the wall from campaign. Really? Like, is, is that really a problem? Did you even like the people that say that? The people that also say they even play campaign. Yeah, the people that and the people that also say, oh, outbreak is just you know zombies on the multiplayer maps. It does There's no atmosphere. Do you even do you play fire team? Right? Like, do you? It's If you do, fine. Maybe you think that. But the Legion boss fight in Ruka, for example, am I thinking about Ruka Dirty Bomb or Ruka Elimination <laughs> when doing that boss fight? Like, do I really think... Like, come on, dude. It's like... It, it's nitpicking at this point. It, it, you're never going to please these people. But I, I think the thing is, some people out there that may not believe COVID exists may also still say, oh, well... You know, COVID's not an excuse. Everything's opening up now. But devs are still working at home. That's something people keep forgetting. Is they're, at, they're at the studio. What I mean, where is Treyarch Studios? Didn't they, they closed down the studio. Have they relocated yet? We don't know. I mean, I'm I don't even know. Sure. I think while they're working from home, they dropped Treyarch Studios and Activision's main headquarters. They moved from, I think it was some part in LA or something. Uh, so... <laughs> maybe Treyarch's next game, they'll all be in the studio working on this. But today, for example, Chicago just opened up completely mask or no mask whatever today things just opened up so sledgehammer may have some time this summer to go back to the studio full-time work on their shit they may be there right now but people really do forget the circumstances in which this game was developed and people just i don't i don't know <laughs> i mean ask mj ask them ask the voice actors who do our favorite characters in cold War. they haven't gone to the studio to do anything <laughs> they, they've i mean yeah. damon did recently for for i think that was his first time back in the studio for 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 some i mean i'll pull up his tweet real quick uh it's like things are just getting back to normal. So excuse the developers for pushing out a Call of Duty that is fantastic in my eyes, but was made under different circumstances. Here's here's the tweet. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, Eric said something uh, uh, really based, by the way. We can talk about it after, but he said something really sick that we can get into. Uh, you can go to now if you want. Feel free. Oh, okay. So yeah. he said uh, Eric Maynard, a uh, great guy. I recommend you check out his channel. We're going to talk Probably about like one of the yeah. yeah, one of the only people that's posting the best uh, storyline stuff right now for cold war anyway he said um also making prediction in your chat boys i'm thinking they're hyping up outbreak 2 as the berlin prologue is because they'll prove that zombies and campaign aren't in the same timeline anymore so that way insane stuff can go down in berlin okay like monumental events yeah uh so I, that's not, that sounds good to me i mean i'll take berlin from the campaign or the Berlin we saw in World at War. Just that whole broken, fucked up city in World at War. Make that a zombies map. I mean, Brick in the Wall is a beautiful Berlin as well. So possibilities are endless. I mean, the calling cards, which I've teased quite a bit to this point, have shown, you know, a city being overtaken by giant monsters. Saw Samantha walking in the streets. I mean, calling cards and cosmetics have teased Berlin's going to be massive. Uh, but... In regards to Eric, I've had a video plan for the past couple days. I've not had a chance to put it out yet because the other day we had Vanguard news to cover. Last night we had some other stuff. Um, I'm probably going to post this tomorrow morning, but something I really want to advocate for is that Eric literally made a video about a week ago talking about what's going to happen in the Outbreak quest, the second quest that is. Half of that has already been confirmed today through marketing. We'll talk about the rest of that in the video I'm going to make. Everybody has subscribed to Eric, man. I mean, if you guys want the best storyline coverage, I wish I had more time to cover story. I try it when I can, but... Eric has, him and Cal have just unmatched content for story predictions, gathering evidence, just the best content possible you guys have to check out if you guys care about the story. If anybody says there is no story or it's uninteresting, you know, who is Valentina, redirect them to their channel, right? I saw people out there today saying, you know, I saw a big content creator post, oh, my prediction came true about what's going to happen in the second Outbreak quest. I'm like, sure, you may have predicted that, sure. But people were replying to him saying, who are those characters? Do I need to care? It's like, 
Bro, Eric and Cal have been talking about this for months. <laughs> like, seriously. When they were and on the, the podcast, the, they predicted things that all came true in the first Outbreak Quest as well, by the way. It was a crazy podcast we did a couple weeks ago. Go ahead, though. I was going to say the funniest thing about that tweet you're talking about is that it was like, if you just read the intel, like, it's not a prediction. It just tells you. Right? Let, all you got to do is read the intel. Yeah. Or I, it heavily alludes to it that that's what you're going to be doing. I mean, the first Outbreak Quest, one so, of the steps is a projector that tells you what the hell is going on. And you're still going to tell me there's no story. It's like, let's take a look at the, you look at the gameplay trailer again. Uh, Weaver is seen in his outfit from Black Ops 1. What's the mission called? I think it's, let me pull this up. Executive Order. Executive Order. I mean, and we'll talk about this in a video separately, but uh, I believe there were quotes added. I saw somebody mention this somewhere on Twitter. Some quotes were added to Samantha, her operator, which then got shadow removed or something. So if, if, if dialogue's that much of a problem for people... Just wait for this next zombie map to come out. I'm sure that dialogue's going to be huge with this experience, the second Outbreak Quest. The fact that we saw Weaver's a playable operator, though, in the gameplay trailer has me believing that he'll be able to interact with Sam at some point in his Berlin map or some. I mean, there's some significance to this for sure. Just adding him in now, at, you know, of all seasons. I'm excited for that. Yeah, Executive Order from Black Ops 1. Um, with that, I think to build out the, the dialogue argument is if people cared about dialogue and cutscenes so much that that's what they need to understand the story then where were they in Black Ops 4 where Craig showed us a, a stack of papers this big if you guys are watching if you guys are not if you guys aren't watching this on YouTube you're listening to this I have my hands you know trying to imitate a stack of papers this big right uh Craig Houston had that <laughs> Th those were his quotes that he wrote for Primus and Ultimus and Alpha Omega which to me is one of the better maps in terms of character interaction story building wrapping up loose ends powerful map at least in my eyes right people didn't bat an eye at all to the dialogue in that map didn't care about the cutscenes because, oh, they were animated cartoons. But now that we have a different form of storytelling, which goes back to the roots of how zombies works, it's a problem. I don't get that. I, I don't understand that argument. It, it's, a, it's a literal flip-flop. It it's embarrassing to look at, honestly. Uh, another big point I made, I made in a video recently is we may be getting beautiful cutscenes for this campaign multiplayer Warzone story going on. But zombies never needed that. We didn't start getting that heavily until Origins. How was the story told for six years from World at War to Black Ops 2? How did they do it? It was the same way they're doing it now. Except now the intel's even more in your face. Like Fajardi said, it throws it in your face when you're doing world events and Outbreak or doing trials. It throws it at you. It, whereas before, it was actually a little more hidden in like World at War to Black Ops 2, the radios and what. Now it's even more in your face. And it's not good enough. It's like, dude. And you know what I have to say about people that don't want to do intel and don't want to do that? You don't have to do it, you know. You know, but something I think in the past for zombies is a lot of the story, at least for me, a lot of it I, I found through YouTube videos. Yeah. If you guys don't like, you know, we're going through all the intel and collecting it all, then just don't. Go on YouTube. <laughs> just go don't on do YouTube it. Yeah. If you don't want to go. On, that's what I back in back in Blabs Three. I wouldn't go to find all these ciphers. I'd go on YouTube and look them up and look see the ciphers people were finding because I didn't want to go do that. But that's what it still. I still found the story interesting because I go on YouTube. And there's people like, you know, Eric and Cal who do that, and you can easily go find all the information that way. You don't have to go and spend hours and hours doing intel. You know, you can yeah. look through that way. And Callum, we are going to talk about the toxic battlefield stands as well. I think that's equally as bad, if not worse, than the zombies cringe. But th the thing with that, too, is, like, even if they conveyed this story right now all in cutscenes, no intel, no ciphers, if it was all cutscenes, I promise you, people will still be saying, oh, bring Rick Toffin, bring that. People will still want the old characters back, whatever. It's like... 
Well, Alpha Omega and Tagger Tolan were kind of your last chances to appreciate those characters and appreciate the dialogue that went into, you know, their maps and whatnot, and people didn't care. So <laughs> you kind of miss your chance to care about that, man. You didn't take the the farewell seriously when Treyarch posted that video last year with Nolan North and the cast saying goodbye. You didn't take it serious. You miss your chance, man. Go back and watch it now and appreciate it. But Treyarch has moved on from that and has made that very clear. <laughs> they made that very clear. Uh, if anything, the cutscenes we've gotten for, you know, I, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll say this real quick. I'd rather have the cutscenes we're getting now for the campaign Warzone stuff than Zombies. I feel like Zombies is doing a great job still telling a story without them. Whereas campaign and Warzone, I love the cinematics we're getting. Kind of, It feels like a, it feels like a, a, a campaign DLC every time we see that. That's the way I look at it. I'm, I'm cool with that. You guys disagree and that's totally fine. But uh, I think Revive, you're going to say something? Or is it Fajardi? Like anybody off? Um, I yeah, I, I was gonna, I was gonna say something. I was yeah. gonna say that it seems like the, it seems like just the presence of the intel system we have is it's what's triggering people because I, I mean, again, I think Eric actually might have said this as well. Um, he said that I, it seems like people would rather jump jump into a zombies map and listen to the same five pieces of intel that you can play every single game instead of getting 141 <laughs> intel that you find randomly <laughs> through the entire map. Yeah. Um, so that new no. it seems. Like the presence alone of the, the yeah. system just gets people mad for some reason. I don't and, know why. And, and by the way, spread across different modes, not just round base. We have Outbreak, we have Onslaught. Oh, PlayStation exclusive. People, I mean, I, I, another big point, man, is people don't understand the industry. And you don't have to be a rocket science or you have to be a rocket scientist. You don't have to go to college to know what I'm saying here. The, the whole PlayStation exclusivity thing, people haven't yet accepted that PlayStation is the best platform to play Call of Duty on. If you care about exclusives, oh, PC, blah, blah, blah. Sure, you might be, maybe invest in a PC. You don't have to do that. But clearly, player-based-wise, Activision chose the Sony route, and it's going to stay like that for the foreseeable future. It used to be Xbox. Maybe Xbox had a dominant player base back in the day. I believe it did. Black Ops 2 era and whatnot. But that changed after, like, Advanced Warfare, Black Ops 3. So the business side of things isn't in Treyarch's control. Nobody that even probably works at Treyarch controls any of that. They don't even hear about that. Activision decides that. So, you know, if I cover Onslaught or if I say Onslaught's a lot of content, don't get mad at me that it's not on Xbox and PC. I mean, it sucks. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wish it wasn't like that. But I think somebody pointed this out in a comment recently. They're like, if all platforms had Onslaught, I believe you'd see less toxicity because people were arguing, oh, we need more round-based maps. We need more survival maps. No Easter eggs. Just simple maps for gameplay. That's, it. That's literally what Onslaught is. And Treyarch listened to that feedback in Black Ops 3 and 4 and put it in this game. It just happens to be that Activision said, hey, we're going we're gonna to block that behind PlayStation exclusivity. It's like, <laughs> it's like you can like Xbox more. Go for it. But PlayStation is more successful right now. That's just a literal, a literal fact in terms of everything going on right now. PlayStation is more successful. It's like, <laughs> if it wasn't the case, then yeah, you would see Xbox having the exclusivity or Battle.net if PC was that dominant. It's just not. So people have to move on from that. Um, yeah, well, yeah, go ahead. I, I yeah, I agree with everything you said there, which is just like that's how business works. So it, you can't really, you know, I, I, but, yeah. you know, getting getting back on the topic of uh, like story and stuff. Or like out of all the times I've seen people say, "Oh, there's no story. The story sucks." If you ask them to like, you know, why does the story suck? Uh, they can't give you a reason, like an actual logical reason that's not Intel, and that's not like our Intel yeah. or no premise, no zombies, no. <laughs> No, no, one, one, five. It's just, uh, I, yeah, I just, I feel like as the story has matured, we've matured as people, but there's people out there that really want to go back to 2015, 2016. And it's like we talked about before in, in extensive detail. They don't miss the, they don't miss the old story or the old gameplay as much as they miss just being a kid 
where they didn't have responsibility of being an adult because everybody's grown up by now. Everybody's aged since Black Ops 3. People miss when their mom brought them little pizzas and fucking uh, hot, hot pockets while they were playing Drys and Drac. People miss that, you know, and, and that's fine. But it's like a coping mechanism. They're using the content in the game or the story as a way to talk about that. They're like, oh, well, the game just sucks stories. It's like, it's not the game. You can dislike it all you want. Just stop pretending like we've gotten more back then than we than we are getting now. It's like, come on, dude. Uh, but again... Someone, someone, someone said something really funny in chat um, that we were actually talking about yesterday, too. The, the same people probably can't even tell the original score, story with Ether. Like, where do you even... Where do you... Like, it's like, I'll say this, right? Eric and Cal, who were on the podcast recently, guys, in case you haven't seen that episode, check it out when you can. Uh, they wrote the script for TGR and I to make a full storyline video from World at War to Black Ops 4, even with a pinch of Cold War teasers in there. We posted it on my birthday, October 14th, a couple months ago. Great video. It took TGR and I a long time to record and edit that video. We're proud of it. But after looking back at it, and this isn't anybody's fault, by the way, it is very overwhelming. No matter how many times you watch it, it's a lot of shit. So for Treyarch to say, let's let's put that aside and start fresh so that new players can actually enter this story and understand it, I fully un- I fully agree with that. Because, you know, it's so crazy to look back at the old story with all the connections, campaign, multiverse. It is a lot. Some people get it, some people don't. That's fine. But people complaining about the story right now, like you said, probably wouldn't know where to start with that one. That that was some tough shit to talk about back then. It, it's a crazy story. Um, so that, that that's one big point there. But I also think, it's like we said earlier, no matter how good the map is, the story, whatever, I think even if the map's perfect with a great cutscene or great boss, people are going to say, oh, we needed more of this months ago. But you wouldn't have that if they didn't have time to make it, right? Because I, I see, you know what it reminds me of perfectly? You guys probably understand what I'm saying here. It reminds me perfectly of when people say, oh, Activision never listens to what era we want the new Call of Duty in. We don't want a World or Two. We want a future game. Do you not know how long it takes to make a game, though? I think people forget that. It's like if they come out with a, a jetpack Call of Duty, Advanced Warfare, Black Ops 3, Infinite Warfare, that's kind of where the, where Activision saw the community wanted to go because Ghost was the last traditional boots on the ground COD before this jetpack era, right? People were so tired of that. They didn't want boots on the ground. They said it's COD's copy-paste every year, so they tried something different. But as you realize, it was three CODs in a row that had jetpacks because Activision kind of set it all up. Like, oh yeah, all our devs got to do that. You know, we're going to change the COD series up a bit. But then by, by the time Black Ops 3 ended, Infinite Warfare got revealed. They're like, oh, we don't want jetpacks. You want World War II. We want classic boots on the ground. It takes time to get those games out. Two, three years minimum. So it's like, oh, nobody wants Vanguard. Nobody wants World War II. All right, you want jetpacks? Everyone's like, oh, Advanced Warfare 2. It's going to take them to like 2024 to make that happen. So you better be you better be wanting that in about three years if that's what you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> At least to the next topic of Vanguard. Before we get to that, any other things that you wanted to brush up on for zombies or anything we missed about um, Berlin? If you want, I would say, I would say the last thing I wanted to talk about with that is more of just like with the story. I've seen people that you know aren't very interested right now, and they tell me that they're not interested because it just doesn't like doesn't intrigue them. There's not a lot of interest to it. I would say this to them is like, yeah, I'm not like the most like hyped guy ever for the story right now but again it's the start of the story right we're just starting and at least i like to believe that this is not going to be something where it's one game story like i feel like this will be the story for hopefully a few games so you gotta wait and see how it's gonna go wait and give it patience you know that's the final thing i would say yeah i mean kind of what i was gonna say the final thing is that 
like this this berlin map is where it's it, where a lot of the story stuff is going to come to the forefront like who is the mole who is zykov or will we see Zykov? Uh, what's Valentina's big plan? Like all these questions that we have unanswered right now are going to be answered um, with this next upcoming map. Or maybe some some of them are going to get answered. Not all of them, because you got to have some mystery. But yeah, it's going to be the story. There's a lot of things. All literally, all the pieces are in play right now, and they are just ready to be. Bing! Pawn takes pawn, baby. <laughs> pawn takes pawn. Yeah, and that's another thing too. Is you talk about Treyarch helping Sledgehammer next year, if that's true, just the rumor, then being able to plant more seeds in that game as a bit of a prequel to Cold War Zombies or whatever, if the, the whole game might be a prequel to Cold War altogether. The game, the, Sledgehammer's next game could be a gap filler between World at War and Black Ops 1, for all we know, World War II era. That's exactly what it could be. So that's why I'm like, now that everything's kind of intertwined and connected, more people may be interested. Instead of saying, oh, it's a Sledgehammer game, oh, it's an Infinity War game, but it's in the same canon and timeline as a Treyarch game, so maybe you care more about the world building, the world building, and the other story elements they're going to incorporate because all it's going to be intertwined for future games and whatnot. So, or like Eric said, maybe the, Berlin's their opportunity to say, you know, we're going to stray away from the campaign canon, the Warzone canon, and do something a bit different. I'll take, I'll take any of those options because then no story is held back by one another. That's, that's the way I'm looking at it. They can, they can choose not to tie into Black Ops Two. They could choose to do that. We'll take it either way. But how ironic was it that? On the same day, and this had to have been planned, by the way, on the same day as a Battlefield 2042 reveal, VGC News drops a bombshell about Call of Duty Vanguard. It's not World War II Vanguard. The title is now Call of Duty Vanguard, according to them. Was that a coincidence, or, or am I tripping here? Was that was that perfectly planned, because they want to okay. make sure COD stays on top? <laughs> I, have, I have a weird theory, right? I have yeah. a weird theory that, because I think this was VGC who did this. Like I feel like VGC... They have ties with like you know they're like tie of Activision. They're like yeah, so drop this right here so we can <laughs> spray away a little bit the hype. Because I woke up and I'm like, okay, I expect the Battlefield trailer to be out. Nope, the first thing I see is Charlie Anto reports uh, Call of Duty Vanguard to have new Warzone map. Like I was like, what the heck? That's not what I expected to see this morning, but that's what it happened, you know. And I felt like they're like, oh, you know, we might as well stray away a little bit of the hype. But but yeah, I think that's a huge thing. Yeah, um, huge news. It, it's also funny, and somebody in the comments reminded me of this. It's kind of funny how when everybody was hyped about World War II a couple of years ago, the game was still solid. I had fun with it, but it didn't reach the level of quality that they that such hammer is one hundred percent capable of because of the leadership in charge at the time, which Michael Cornbread and Glenn Schofield both were booted. I think it was New Year's uh, right after that game dropped. And once Aaron Halen, or Aaron, Hel I forgot his, I probably didn't pronounce his name right, the new studio had a sledgehammer. Once he stepped in, that game changed for the better and incorporated everything everybody wanted. But by then it was a bit, I would say, too little too late. Because right. the, the game yeah. has, the game really yeah. has to launch with that quality to keep that player retention for the entire season. And, and I think seeing a do-over of World War II with better leadership, more staff, Right, an actual team that works on zombies this time, not not the the you know six guys in the corner that they made the fucking they made darkest sore and with a twenty dollar bill so to like, make zombies. Yeah, like now that they have a full team now, Sledgehammer is more than capable. So Activision made the made the right call by saying, hey, you guys aren't reaching a level of quality to make Call of Duty twenty twenty work. Treyarch's gonna replace you, help Raven finish the game. Now it's Black Ops Cold War. They made the right call with that. Built Sledgehammer over the past year to to make Vanguard. What are you gonna say? Uh, so I was gonna say is the Sledgehammer has three studios now. They have like three whole studios yeah. across the globe, basically, in like Canada, yeah. Melbourne, and now the U.S. Toronto, like, yeah. US. It's like, dude, how like 
how much they've changed is uh, gonna be interesting to see their game. Like I'm not I'm not going into this game thinking it's gonna be anything like the past two, like at all. Right. I'm more afraid of how the game is gonna be depending on what kind of things they take from Modern Warfare specifically. That's more of what I'm concerned with seeing, but I think overall I'm not expecting it to be anything like World War Two and you know how that was just because they have a whole new team. So hopefully they you know they have a you know different mindset for the game, and I think right. uh, we'll see how that happens. You know, we'll and, and you happens. talk about the Pacific. You talk about you know the rumors we saw before. There was rumors a couple months ago that the game would also cover the fifties, the Korean War. The, people are already judging the game before, and not even the title is revealed for it yet. You could trust VGC News, I, I do, but if you don't want to, that I respect that as well. Nothing is confirmed about this game, the World War II, nothing. So what if the game is actually taking place in the present, which the present to them would be the 1950s, Korean War, Vietnam War, and they have flashbacks to events of World War II that weren't covered in their last game. What if that's what the game is? And people are already judging it, saying, oh, it's a World War II game, boring, they already covered everything. Uh, TGR put out a funny tweet yesterday. He's like, are you calling the most significant war in history boring? Because they didn't cover everything in World War II, in Sledgehammer's last game, or even in World at War from 2008. They didn't cover everything. There's so much they didn't cover. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then they talk about how they're going to cover uh, other theaters and the, the, the allies, you know, forming. and what They're, they're going to cover other things that Sledgehammer's last game didn't. That's a lot of material right there. So let, let's hold our horses on judging this game yet. What were you going to say? Yeah. Something, uh, I mean, when people hear the term like all uh, like Korean War or wars that they don't really hear about because they didn't learn about it in history class, like, yeah, if you, if you do some research in, into the Korean War, like, that's there's some very interesting things going on there and and in the Pacific as a whole during uh, during World War II as well. I think they can do a lot with it, uh, and I'm really excited to see that to what right. they do with it because it's going to be uh, definitely. I'm a huge history buff, so right. if they do a lot of things that are like, it does not necessarily be accurate, but just like locations, I think right. that'll be. I, I was that nerd in school that loved history more than anything. I just, I yeah, really, yeah. everybody's like, oh, it's boring. No one cares. It doesn't matter. I'm like, actually, it does matter because we wouldn't be here today if all this history didn't happen. Yeah. How, uh, do, we, how do we know what to? I think we'd we we'd be a part of uh, uh, Germany right now, not in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> we lost the Second World War. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Well, then, Berlin DLC three is coming out soon, so you know yeah. Germania is coming back, and that's a whole other can of worms that I think is beautifully, <laughs> beautifully emphasized with some of the intel in Cold War. It mentions it a little bit. I'm like, wow. Balder check. We got a Balder check in chat. Balder check. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick Balder check in chat. Yeah, that is the real MJ crazy. Somebody asked uh, Frank. Yes, that is the voice actor of Stitch himself in chat today. Legend, which we're gonna have him on the podcast very soon. I'm gonna try to schedule the ASAP. Um, the, uh, the emphasis on Sledgehammer having more time than Treyarch. For the Warzone integration, essentially confirms we're not seeing a World War II Verdansk next year. It's going to be a whole new map, bigger than Verdansk, new ways to play, destructible environments, vehicles. I mean, does this not yeah. sound great? This is not because to me, my, my issue was never with Warzone either. I love how Warzone plays. Yeah. I, you know, we we'll get some dubs every now and again on stream. I'm not a huge fan of Verdansk, just me. I think it caters too much to sniping and whatnot. But with the specific map being rumored, I love Rebirth. With the specific map being rumored, though, destructible environments, these planes you can fly. I mean. This sounds crazy. <laughs> Give it a shot. I mean, we know nothing about the game still. It already sounds great. Um, not to mention, it's like they said, they've hired 2,000 new development staff. Toys for Bob's been working on Warzone. I mean, Activision is going in with this game. They seriously are. 
I mean, <laughs> keeping Warzone relevant, not to mention the campaign could be a sequel to World at War somehow if they want to do that. The game has a couple of options. It could stand on its own two feet, it could be a sequel to World at War, or it could be a sequel to World War II in 2017. I mean, it, it could do many things. Let, let's wait before we judge this game yet. But a big reason I want to bring this up isn't because the game sounds great and I'm excited for it, but what is up with the Battlefield... Uh, the white knighting, what, what is up with uh, the toxicity with that? that? Oh, Battlefield 2042 is already better. And off what? You're, you're saying a $70 Battlefield game, it's going to be multiplayer only, is better than a $70 Call of Duty that's going to have campaign, multiplayer, zombies, and a massive Warzone integration. People have already decided that without seeing anything? In-game <laughs> engine cutscenes have determined yeah, that? Yeah, you saw a cinematic cutscene and said, you know what? This is, this is the next thing, you know. This is no. the next big thing. Now let me let me ask you guys this one. I want to ask you guys this though. So, hmm. When you guys watch the trailer, um, I I think it would look cool, right? But um, it was like I, I kind of noticed this is that there wasn't much narrative to the what was going on inside the trailer, and that's what I kind of noticed. Like there wasn't as much like you know storytelling, which is okay. no dialogue. There's no dialogue either, and it's like that's fine, right? It's supposed to be gameplay first, of course, but. I think that's something I like in trailers is, you know, I like to get a little bit of the story because games like even Black Ops 4 had the, um, during that reveal, they said there was no campaign, obviously, but we still got story to it because we had the specialists and the backstories of them and how everything works now with the game. And it feels like Battlefield, so far, just with that trailer alone, we haven't learned too much about it yet. We'll have to see, but... That's something I noticed was a lot of it was mostly just clips of people through these different maps and, uh, you know, little gameplay. Uh, um, yeah. So, yeah. Black Ops. And this is the thing. I'm not hating on Battlefield either. The, it looked gorgeous. But Black Ops 4 was trending because it, it, you would have been an idiot if you didn't realize the similarities between Battlefield 2042 and, and Black Ops 4. Specialist stories, no campaign. They have a new specialist story, uh, elements of Battlefield now. The dog from Infinite Warfare was also in this, if you noticed that. Uh, yeah, like, you, you have uh, really, a, a, it's, it's like how Treyarch described Black Ops 4, a multiplayer-centric experience. They didn't need a campaign to tell a story. That's what Battlefield's going for. But please remind me, when when a Battlefield game overtook a Call of Duty, I'm not talking about sales, I'm talking about, you know, uh, cringe on Twitter or Reddit. Please remind me when both games didn't coexist and, and be successful in their own directions, because that, that's what it's been like for the past decade. Uh, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was going to say, quick example of that. I'm, I'm pretty sure the Battlefield 1 trailer went viral um, with Seven Nation Army. Like, it was like... The like, it was like, oh, have you seen, like, the Battlefield 1 trailer? The game looks so awesome. Like, oh, Seven Nation Army, Seven Nation Army. Uh, it's, it's, the song sounds so good with the, uh, you know. And, wh and, and where and was that energy a week dropped. later? Yeah, where was that energy a week later? Well, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm guessing the energy probably stayed, but, you know, the game dropped. Yeah, and I'll go. <laughs> People played it for, like, a week. People played it for, like, a week, man. So, And, and it's one thing, too, is the game could be perfect. Let's say Battlefield's perfect when it comes out. Let's say. Cool. How do their post-launch seasons look? Do they drop content every three months like Call of Duty used to do with the season pass? Or do they just drop shit just completely random? Because it's not as frequent as Call of Duty is yeah. going to be now. I'll tell you that and much. And you know what? You know what, DK? I, I don't see anyone talking about this at all. But there's a thing where, and I think this is a terrible business practice, but if you don't buy the uh, higher edition of the game, you have to wait a week to play the game. A whole week. Wow, Okay. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see no one talking about this but you get a week or not a couple days a week early ask, a, uh, access 
by purchasing that's EA and ultimate, which is yeah, it's EA, I know, but man, I don't, I don't, they always do that, yeah, yeah, you, these mother, bro, (laughs) (laughs) these motherfuckers want to talk about Activision, yeah, these motherfuckers want to talk about oh, Activision, this, I'm like, have you met EA? (laughs) (laughs) Have you met EA? I don't. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, games. I play the Madden. Bro, I, I'll tell you what. The best tweet of all time I ever read, and I, I put it in a video the other day, was from Rob on Twitter. Um, is it Rob MCUK or something? I, I got to pull up his Twitter. He said... Oh, oh, the burger emoji. The burger emoji, right? Yeah, we got, Eric knows what that is. <laughs> the success of Modern Warfare 2019, 110%, as he said, came from neglected Battlefield players who love the play style of the slow-paced Modern Warfare multiplayer. 110%. You cannot tell me otherwise. He wrote this on Twitter. I didn't even think about that. I'm like, that's actually true because I said this to Fajardi live. When we loaded up the Modern Warfare beta last summer, we played two games, and I'm like, yep, not doing it. I knew exactly what they were going for with that multiplayer. It was a Battlefield Rainbow Six-type tactical experience that doesn't play like COD to me. I'm a fast-paced, aggressive player. I wasn't wasn't doing it. I'm like, I'd play Battlefield if, if I wanted something like this. And Rob pointed that out on Twitter the other day. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what they went for. Battlefield players got neglected with Battlefield 1 and 5. It just wasn't it. Modern Warfare was that game for them. I'm curious. If this Battlefield is successful, will those players jump back over to Battlefield and, and, and stop playing COD? Will you see less camping in COD going forward? There's been camping forever, but after Modern Warfare, I see a much different play style with COD these days. With this, this rose skin sitting in a dark corner, claymores by doors. I've seen a Battlefield approach to camping than I ever have before. Uh, ever since Modern Warfare came out. So I'm curious. If this game does well, maybe get all the Modern Warfare BS goes away and you see less camping now. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> That's a great tweet that I saw. I'm like, wow, that is a good point that, you know, you, you got. And another good thing, too, is you want to have a successful Battlefield game because it, it makes Activision step it up. It makes Activision say, well, let's do more with COD. Let's do better with COD. Competition is, is healthy. It, it, it's good to have. But people are tired of Call of Duty. There are people that are. And they're ready to jump ship. So I think Battlefield's trailer the other day could have been a pile of shit. And they would have said it's better than COD no matter what. I think people are just ready to jump ship. They're tired of the same old. So good for them. Let, 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 them, go ahead and, uh, let them go ahead and move on. It's not a problem with that. But uh, the toxicity I see. Go to any Call of Duty tweet. Charlie Intel. Treyarch. Look at it. And you're going to see, oh, Battlefield's better. What is this? And what have you seen for Battlefield that makes it better? CGI cutscenes? What are we seeing? <laughs> Tell me what you can judge already. I mean, I... I'm at a loss for words with this, man. I don't get it. Um, somebody just wrote Treyarch Twitter in chat. I think... I don't think yeah, people are a little behind. Uh, yeah, a, little, yeah uh, a couple hours that's, ago. By the way, guys, for anyone that's confused, that's not the Zombies map release date. That is the Outbreak second Easter egg. Yeah, I, I, hope people, I hope people understand that. Just, yeah, uh, what? Are you kidding me? I thought... I th- I thought Berlin was dropping next week, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> somebody said, "What if, what, what if oh you do the Ber- what if, somebody said, what if you do the outbreak <laughs> egg and it unlocks Berlin instantly?" I'm like, that also isn't very smart because nobody's gonna. I mean, the, people are gonna be pissed. You gotta do a quest to unlock the next map. I'll take it. I'll, hey, I'll I'm down for that. But, but, but hey. DK, though, if if this Easter egg is like some big thing, like big event where it actually, once you're done, it actually does something and leaves us on a big cliffhanger for the map. I think it'd be only, pretty cool. And the map's right? only a few that'd weeks be, away after that at that point. Yeah, you know it's like I mean? that point, it's like how how fitting is that to be like, hey, maps in a couple weeks, there you go. Like and like that'd be huge. I think that'd be the biggest like season yet. Yeah, we haven't had that where uh an Easter egg 
for existing content leads into a map that comes shortly after. That's yeah. We'll see how that goes, but yeah. And yeah. to go back to the battlefield, though, the gameplay reveals this Sunday. It's like I said, I wish everybody the best who's excited for Battlefield. I wish EA the best. I hope I hope the game launch is smart. I hope they right the wrongs of Battlefield One, Battlefield Five. Good for them. I'm I'm not this person. that's like COD, COD, COD. I'm a COD channel. F Battlefield. You know we don't want to see other games succeed. I mean, exactly. look, look look at Fortnite, right? This is a, a clear example of this. Fortnite dropped, what was it, the Black Ops 3 days? Kind of towards the end of Black Ops 3, I think? When did Fortnite uh, save the oh, world? World War II. World War II, okay, World War II. The success of Fortnite, even though it's different than COD, made Activision reevaluate how to do content. So if Battlefield is very successful, it may have Activision reevaluate how to do this, how to do that. So the competition is healthy. If you prefer one game over the other, go for it. But... And it's like I'm just said in the chat, they're almost barely competitors. COD's yeah. on such a different level of what the hell they're doing. And Battlefield's over here. Especially now. Especially yeah, now. No, they don't play anything alike. Like MG says, they don't so play anything alike. The people that I the people that I see that are like, oh, you know, I'm gonna I'm jump shit. Battlefield's all the way. Either you haven't played Battlefield before and you're overestimating what to be expected, or Maybe you were one of those people who got neglected and kind of moved over to COD with Modern Warfare and is already tired of it. It's just not your cup of tea. I don't know. But I can already see this, right? The game's in the drop. People are going to realize it's a real traditional type of multiplayer game where it comes out. That's all you get for, what, weeks, months, until the next whatever update they're going to drop in Battlefield? Yeah, so, Good so luck. With that, DK, um, the, the uh, description is that there will be, for the first year, so the whole first year of content, there will be four drops. So... That's like every three months, three and a half that's months. That's your season pass or, model from <laughs> previous Call of Duty. So there's an actual pass. It's called the year one pass. It's kind of similar to like Rainbow Six where you get you buy this pass and then um, you get all the battle passes and stuff for the for the year. But um, like that's what I'm saying. It's like you, you have a year of content, but you're getting less content over that year compared to COD, which has six seasons of content um, over the year. So it's like you don't have to like – hate on one or the other you can you can play both but don't say like oh my god this is you know it's either you know cod's gonna die or rip cod it's like that's not that's not gonna happen it's not gonna yeah. be that it's also not gonna be where battlefield is hated or anything they both they both can live you don't have to be a genius to know that at the peak of call of duty right now which is where activision is at player counts monetization microtransactions they're at the top right now you can bet your ass how to keep that momentum for the next couple of titles that drops making all the right moves no mistakes so Warzone's obviously a big part of that, but I like how EA's already pulled an Infinity War where they're like, oh yeah, there's no Battle Royale. We'll talk about that in the future. They've already kind of pulled that. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that yet. Battlefield's going to get a Battle Royale or 2042 because yeah. the maps are and massive. So they're, they're going to see I, how... what I What I do kind of don't understand is that there's a lot of people like, oh, this game doesn't have a Battle Royale. It's, it's chalked. Like, why is that a mindset now? Are you telling me games can't succeed on their own like you can't have a game without having a battle royale like battle royale wasn't a, a thing like seven years ago eight years ago people weren't that wasn't a thing really it, this is a new thing where if a game can be successful without you know having a br look at a game like valorant valorant's a really good game and and popular and it's not based off a of battle royale like right people gotta remember that games are gonna be good because of what they've been doing and trying to innovate on top of that it doesn't always have to be battle royale for everything right yeah, no, it's that's one thing too. Battle Royale, the fad will go away, but I can tell you, Activision will find a way to make Warzone relevant, e even when that happens. They'll find a way to you know reinvent it or uh, innovate it a little bit more. But I think a big point too is that if Treyarch is helping Sledgehammer with Call of Duty Vanguard, if that's the case, 
Cold War Year 2 is out the window. But if it's something like maybe Infinite Warfare, where a couple of Treyarch devs help out with some development, I think Cold War Year 2, I mean, to an extent, can happen. Small multiplayer maps, weapons, uh, some store bundles, maybe some regions to fire team an outbreak, maybe that. But Activision's approach, as it seems, is they want to really, really make sure a new game pops off. They integrate it with Warzone and update that game going forward. They're not really a fan of Year 2s, Year 3s, as it seems. With how successful Modern Warfare was, they still didn't add much to it this year. What, a couple of maps? Crazy. That game was yeah. super popular. So, the number one... And, yeah, that's, that's crazy. We'll talk about that later, though. Um, yeah. That's crazy, though. They're kind of already showing that they, they're more interested in a full launch and then an integration with Warzone. They're not really looking to do, like, second years... Black Ops 3 was just that special that, that had a year two, year three going, right? <laughs> Even yeah, World War II was... had a, a small year two with like they added more weapons and shit, you know, throughout I think the following year after that. So yeah, the the future is looking very interesting for the games industry, but people just gotta accept, man. People like different things. Just I, I, I there's not even a lot of games. There's just there's so, so many, many games, games it, coming out this year. There's I think so many. What blows my year, mind. Like, oh, go ahead. Yeah, there, there's so many. Like last year, I feel like there wasn't like yeah, there was COD, but Besides COD, really, there wasn't that much, like, in terms of, like, the tr big AAA games. But now we have so many games. Halo, Battlefield, you know, so many of these titles coming out with new launches that will enjoy what they want to enjoy. It's like, why does it have to be this big, big argument? I don't know. Yeah, and I also think what blows my mind is, again, these people that are toxic online about, oh, this game's better, that game's better, this, that. Are, are, are you single-handedly proving with those comments that all you play is Call of Duty because there's all these games coming out, man. I'm like, are you so stuck in your bubble that you just you just can't take a break? Can't you can't play something else? You know, get your mind off things. It's like, oh man, there's there's not even words to describe the, the shit I've seen online recently, man. This week's been absolutely insane. That's why we have a podcast to talk about stuff like that because I don't know how I would incorporate that in a video. The things I've been seeing lately with there's no way you could. It's the, so much. And like, and somebody made a comment recently. They're like, oh yeah, you know. It, save the rants and whatnot for podcasts. Like, that's exactly what I do, man. Just the shit I've been seeing. It's like, where do I start, exactly. dude? Where yep. do you start? Um, but I, I think a big topic that, is, that, that <laughs> needs to get addressed here is Jason Blundell. So let, let, let's do that before Who Are These People? Let's do some Jason Blundell because right. that that is something that I thought was a pleasant surprise. Prestigious Key DM me with uh, a screenshot of Blundell at uh, JC's stream. And I'm like, whoa, what is that? What did it? That, well, that, yeah, that like completely freaked everyone out. Like everyone was like, "What the hell?" What was didn't? That? Like, no yeah. That. What didn't come to mind though was that oh, it's a uh, Zombies Chronicles two. It's a uh, yeah. Zombies Return. He's back at Activision. I'm like, first of all, let's get something straight real quick before we get into a tangent about Blundell. The, <laughs> the Zombie Chronicles two, the Zombie Chronicle two stuff that I see over the past couple of weeks, it, it has me thinking, right? What happened last year when Modern Warfare was in its prime, there were rumors about Black Ops 4 getting another map pack. There was leakers and QA testers and all this bullshit going on. They were claiming that these Victus maps were coming. I made videos about it. People then, some people were happy about it. Like, oh, yeah, more maps in Black Ops 4. We need it. Most of the community that I saw was like, oh, it doesn't need to come into Black Ops 4. Screw Zombies Chronicles 2. It doesn't exist. I'm making stuff up. You're at 20,000 subs. You don't have any sources. You're not talking to anybody. And, again, it's not about sources. It's not about who I talk to. It, it was a matter of, okay... I'm seeing people out there leak the entirety of Modern Warfare, Warzone, whatnot. They were also claiming 
that, oh yeah, Chronicles 2 is going to happen, Block Us 4. They were also claiming that the map pack was being saved for another game, that there was development on it that went wrong, Trek's budget got cut. I was just reporting on it for fun. I got made fun of a lot for talking about that, but now I look at the opposite today, and I'm seeing, you know, bigger channels now saying, oh, please, Zombies Chronicles 2, please this, please that. I'm like, well, <laughs> it's like I thought I was the fool last year for talking about it, now you're advocating for it every single day. It's like so cringe. Getting that out the way. Wow. No, go ahead. So yeah. many, sorry, sorry. But there's so many people making videos, like, before they even knew anything. Zombie Chronicles 2 confirmed, or, you know, Zombies is now saved. Look at us, like... Was, yeah, I, I and it's another it's another thing to to evaluate when Blundell left Activision because from what we all understand, he left after Ancient Evil dropped. He stopped appearing in all the Treyarch interviews, and you could tell you just his presence wasn't there. Activision and the and the press made it seem like he left after Tag dropped on purpose to make sure that Black Ops Four didn't have any more negative controversy. You know, oh, he left midway through the season. You know, he was gone before fucking Ancient Evil or right after Ancient Evil came out, and they made it seem like he he didn't leave at that time. All that aside. He's been gone since, what was it, last February they announced this? I think it was last February they announced the, yeah. his departure. You're telling me, like, a year and a half later, oh, he's back? Like, no, nah, you, you know you know he wasn't coming back. Uh, I I didn't, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I, well, when that happened, like, when the when the day happened where uh, he was on JC's stream, I was like, I pray to God he's not back because, like, I feel like that is, like, the game's already, like, what was he going to do? Is he going to go work on the next, like, Sledgehammer's game? Because this game's already, like, halfway worried. That halfway was the only plausible, that was the only plausible route I saw. Is that, oh, maybe he's at Sledgehammer. May, I mean, and that's not even that plausible, but it's more plausible than he's at Treyarch again. There's no that, way. Why would he be, that he, why would he be in L.A.? To work at a San Francisco studio, that, that wouldn't make sense <laughs> to me. Like, that would, yeah, that, yeah. That wouldn't make sense either. It's like, yeah. it's like, come on, people. Like, I know people like to jump the gun, but at least use your brain for two minutes. Just two minutes. And, and he, like, oh, yeah, okay. and, and my approach is like, look, theorizing's fun. Have your fun online. Talk about what you want. It's You can say whatever you want on the internet. I get that. But when you want to make a bold claim, at least think about it for five minutes. Does it make sense? I mean... Some people just didn't do that as what I, with what I've seen. But another big thing I want to touch real quick is Blundell's new studio, Deviation Games, which we're going we're gonna to mention more. People have already been saying it's a standalone open world zombies game. It's going to be the zombies we always wanted. I'm like, oh, my God. Have you forgotten Activision owns Call of Duty? They own the zombies game mode as we know it. Have you forgotten that? Also, also not even that. Why? Okay, if I'm Jason Blundell, right, and I just – let's say a year and a half ago, I stopped on zombies, which – Zombies is great, but at the end of the day, it's so limiting because it has to be the same formula of, like, survival. That's one thing that a lot of people have been complaining about is, like, well, zombies in this cycle, if it's just survival and it's the same thing, like... Outbreak. <laughs> and out an outbreak comes out, people still complain, so that's a whole other thing. But yeah. what I'm trying to say is, if I'm Jason Mudd, I'm like, so, like, you are an incredible talent. You, the stories that he's told, not only just zombies, but campaigns and COD in general... You're like, you know what? I'm going to go make my whole new studio with this other guy, Dave Anthony. I'm going to make a whole new studio, and we're going to do zombies again. We're going to do the same thing that we did last time. We're going to partner with Sony for fucking more zombies, bro. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> Dude, it, it makes no sense to me. Hell, I want something new and fresh and innovative that will be fun and something that people play for you. Like, I want to see, like, like, not trying to jump the gun or whatever, but... This, this studio, I think if what they sounded like, they were going to make the next big hit game. The next big hit game that people I, play for months and months and months. Yes. That's what it kind of I am like. very interested in this. Zion Chat, who said, 
now certain YouTubers making ZC2 confirmed videos. We're going to really get into that later. But what's, it's like I said, I was made fun of last year for talking about the rumors that I didn't come up with, by the way, were being spread by actual leakers and QA testers, confirmed insiders who leaked all Modern Warfare. I made videos talking about what they were saying, that Victus maps were in development, got scrapped, got moved. I made videos about it. I was called crazy. I was called stupid. I was People were saying, I'm making stuff up for clout. And I'm like where do I win with that? If I make something up for views, whatever, to gain some subs, how dumb do I look after the fact when it's revealed that I was lying? Where, how, how do I gain anything from that when I'm doing this for a living, right? Where is the where is the light in the tunnel with that? It just doesn't make sense. But then look where all those people are today making videos about it. It's, oh, we need this. It's like, it's so silly how the tides have turned. It's ridiculous. But all that garbage aside, with this Blundell announcement now, uh, it's like you're saying most devs that leave major publishers, major studios, Michael Condre, for an ex for example, they typically, because all the money they've made doing that job, they typically invest that in their own studio with their own staff. They even bring people from the studio they were at to join them to work on a crazy project. What Blundell said alone yesterday in Summer Games Fest about this, this AAA IP, it's a new IP, where does anybody, and people still do, but where does anybody get the idea that he's talking about zombies? I, I, new yeah. IP, triple A title. New IP, it might not even be first person. Yeah, it, oh, sorry, it might be open world, might not be first person shooter, but where do you get zombies from in that? I, I'm yeah. like, where? It's yeah. zombie, zombie, zombie. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? It's like, to me, it's oh like, my God. With that, it's like, it's really confusing why people are assuming it's zombies. It's like, yeah, you can think what you want, but why are you going to do that to yourself? Why are you going to be like, oh, it has to be zombies? I don't fucking if it's not, I'm not interested. Like, fuck why you. you <laughs> why the fuck would you do that? Why would you be like that when you'd be like, uh, dude, what is this new idea that they have that could potentially win me over as a person that's like, I will play this game for a long time because of its new so, idea that it's innovative. What is and, this? Yeah, I think. Yeah, oh, go it's on. like, you don't have charity, sorry. I was gonna say I think the the downfall of whatever game they release is going to be the community that's already established around it, no matter what at this point. Which I, I that sucks to say because for one I want the game to succeed, but I feel like with all the the toxic uh, BO3 people saying, "Oh, Jason Bond does not make a zombies game." Uh, downvote yeah. dislike. Blundell invented zombies, bro. Blundell invented zombies. He can't do no, anything that else. Was, that was George Romero, dude. <laughs> like, it's like, dude, if, if I'm Blundell, like, oh why, why did I make this whole new studio to make another zombie? Like, why, why do people think like that? But, like, yeah. Like, Let's be realistic, though. Let's say they. I, what I do think is going to happen is this game they drop. Uh, and by the way, real quick, Dave Anthony, CEO, next to Blundell. He wrote the campaigns of Black Ops 1 and 2. This guy can write, bro. Let's see what the hell they come out. I want to see a, a brand new original story. Uh, they they kind of took a couple jabs at you-know-who in their in the reveal yesterday or two days ago when they said, we don't feel creatively and financially restricted at Deviation Games now. That's a jab at you-know-who. There's no room for you to go to. That's yeah. Like no now they have the control they want. They spent the last year building a team. God bless them, by the way. They got the, the right investors. They got Sony, of all fucking people, to partner with them. A music manager who's literally a YouTuber and the, that people have been watching for years. How smart of an idea is that? These guys, bro, they're going to come out with the game. I can't wait to see what it is, but I Dude. promise you there will be comments. And it's like Vajardi already said. Oh, it's not zombies. I'm out. Like brain cells, please, bro. <laughs> Did you not play what are you? Like, I don't like understand. Work. It's like another thing too is like maybe there'll be an Easter egg or two in this new game. Maybe a small Treyarch reference because they were both there. They were both big parts of Treyarch yeah, with permission. Guy, right? 
with permission from Activision to do that. Are, are you telling me with their first AAA IP, they're going to get a lawsuit from Activision because they want to copy-paste some zombies elements or something? You know damn well, both of these guys who've been at Treyarch for how many years and now have our deviation, you know damn well they got together and said, let's really be careful with XYZ because we know how this was at Treyarch. Let's be careful with this. Let's not let's not reference that. Let's, let's You know damn well they know what the hell they're doing right now. And also, it's like, another, thing too, another thing too, sorry, DK, but uh, no, something else is that... The devs that they hired too; these are not like rookie devs. Like, oh I no, the, there's, some, there's some from Die, some Respawn, some the, the resumes, bro. <laughs> like, oh, they're just gonna make some silly indie game. Well, no, they literally said AAA, so it's some sort of big, big innovative game. Obviously, you don't just put AAA on anything. You don't put AAA on like a puzzle game. You don't do that. A AAA game is something big that comes out that you know has a it leaves a mark on the industry. So it's like, then you have all these people from Dice, Respawn, who make are. are creative and it can make big games like how are you going to tell me that you're so like narrow-minded to go oh it has to be you know zombies. Uh, like, i don't get it man I, I don't get it and it's like it's like i said before it's like look you should be excited for this project and i didn't get they, they didn't reveal anything about their game so you might not be on board yet and that's uh, I, yeah, I get it but perfect. look at the names that are involved in this game you should at least say let me give it a shot but to, to think this is some kind of Call of Duty spinoff, it's like, oh my god, bro. One thing, though, is, yeah, they're partnering with Sony. Maybe that means the game will be available on Xbox and PC. We don't know that yet, but I'm, we're just we going to guess that. We we're just, we're we just, just going to guess that right now because it seems like it. But either way, man, uh, there's that with Blundell. The other thing is JC Backfire. So this hit home for me because he he said, and this, I watched a whole video on stream yesterday. He said that... Everything has led to this moment for him, right? Whether it's his YouTube, whether it's what he went to school for. It hit home for me because I think I had the same issue when I was in school. I went to university for about two years and I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, clearly I'm going to school for something related to YouTube, right? Because whether it's editing, filmmaking, something, commentary, radio. And JC said the same thing that I think I was feeling recently, which is that I think my favorite part of YouTube isn't even any of that, any of the filmmaking part of it. It's really the community aspect of it. So he found his way through that and his journey since... Again, he started his channel since Blundell went to his house for Chronicles till now. It's beautiful to see. It's amazing to see just where the networking has led to. So God bless him. More than happy for him. I, I, I watched a video and I'm like, I almost felt emotional about it. I'm like, damn, that's that's awesome. That is awesome. Um, and, and it hit home for me because, like I said, I, I, stopped, I stopped going to uni after about two years. I stepped away to do YouTube full time because I realized I love what we're doing here on this channel. I say we because Fajardi is a big part of it. Anybody who's been on the podcast is a big part of it. People that are my mods and my Discord server. I love what we've built and I would fully regret not taking this seriously and doing it full time if I stepped away and said, all right, I'm gonna do what everybody else is doing, go to school and find a nine to five or try to find a, a, a job somewhere in the industry. Not a huge fan of either the movie or games industry in terms of development and you know filmmaking, being on set. I like it a little bit, but my favorite part is definitely this collaboration. You know, it's not necessarily editing or commentary. It's just this collaboration and talking to people and voicing our opinions and, you know, clearing up misinformation too on top of that. So JC really hit home with what he was saying and he found his way through this. I mean, look, who, he wouldn't have guessed that Revealing Zombies Chronicles with Blundell would lead to Blundell returning years later to his house to then, you know, hire him for his new AAA studio. That, that's beautiful, man. That's insane. And you know what? You know what, DK? So I've been like... I follow JC and uh, over the months, like he's been teasing about what he's been doing. Right. Like his Twitter bio was like, he was working at Redacted. Like he said, re working at Redacted Studio. And 
I'm like, what the hell has he been working on? That's been such this big secret. Right. Not a single moment throughout the month. I was like, he's working for Jason Blundell. Like, right. oh, on this new th- like, it's such a big deal. I think to just that because it's like, this is not something to mess around. With. Like, this is something that's like, I did not expect it to be that big. I did not expect it to be that important to where I didn't like either. everyone's like, it's like, and yeah. people are just like trying to ruin it and be like, oh, it has to be this or this. And it's like. It's just like, come on, man. Like, be I, happy yeah, for the guy. Be I won't, yeah. I won't name any names, bro. But what I will say is I saw some really disrespectful tweets towards this. They're like, oh, if it's zombies related, Tim Hansen should be announcing and he's the biggest content creator. And I'm like, and, and the tweet kind of tries to say, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but so I, I love people that write. I'm not trying to do this, but, and then you do it. It's like, you fucking, uh, like, <laughs> people on the internet, man. I, I swear to God, like, be happy for the guy. I didn't even, I didn't even think, when I saw this, I didn't think zombies at all. I'm like, oh, it's maybe, uh, maybe just Jason stopping by. He, maybe he was in town for Summer Games. Games Fest, because I knew Blundell was working on something. We heard about this last year. Uh, maybe he's in town and decided to stop by just for fun. And he threw a cipher in there for fun. Maybe he was going to say, maybe maybe Blundell could have came on stream with with Activision's permission and said, oh, you know, I hope you guys like the ending of Ether. I'm happy with Craig, with what Craig's doing now. Maybe he could have just something nice, right? That's all I thought about. People out there were like, oh, if the zombie's announcement, he's not, JC's not the right guy to do yeah. it with. I'm like, you fucking prick, dude. Also, like, hey, people also, are so stupid. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so what I did, right? So I what I was at first, like, oh, maybe it's like a special thing. But then I was like, I quickly went to JC's Twitter and I saw that the bio of his Twitter had three question marks, which is the same thing that his screen title was. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, that's instant in my head. Something with I, him and Jason is yeah, what happened. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. I wonder what they're working on. I wonder what cool thing it's like. It's probably a new thing that they've been working on. And that's just insane. And people right. were jumping the gun like, you can't do put two things together. Yeah, no, it. <laughs> So the, yeah, and we meet we meet chat. I said this before to clear the air again. I, I'm not a fan at all of like Twitter drama threads and like 70 replies arguing with people. That was me maybe when I was like 15, 16. As an adult, as a content creator, I want to keep a, a good image, be respectful, be real. You know, I'll only call stuff out like that when it when it really hits home. And I'm like, yeah, let's call out some garbage like that. Let's let's call it disrespect. It needs to be called out. Let's stand up for somebody. Always stand up for somebody. Don't, don't ever st- stand on the sidelines and let somebody get bullied. Let somebody get shit talk. Stand up for them. But all that aside, anyway. Um, super proud for JC. By the way, in chat, Legend HD, congrats for making it to the ZWC. Uh, he's in chat yes, right sir. now. I think that's him, right? Yes, oh, that's the right guy. <laughs> that's the right legend, right? Um, yeah, congrats to him and Kingman for making it in. Kingman was kind of a given. He's been going crazy with uh, the, the speed runs and whatnot. He's been really active in that. So I, I I wasn't surprised to see him in there. But Legend, you know, congrats, legend, my guy. Yeah, great. Hopefully, bro, hopefully bro. you guys have a good time over there. Hopefully you guys uh, succeed. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah, and you know, and yeah. one thing what, funny about Kingman is Kingman was actually in my chat. Like, I want to say, fuck, maybe Pawn takes Pawn streams last summer. He's been in my chat like pretty often before he was anybody, and before he started streaming like that. So it's crazy to see people that are in my chat become people and make their own content. It's great to see, man. God bless everybody who's trying content out. I mean, it's amazing to see. Um, and not, not even being a zombies channel, I, I love looking at all aspects of the community and just saying, wow, congratulations to XYZ. Everybody, everybody's making moves. Everybody could be, there's enough pie to go around, if, if that makes sense, right? Enough pie to go around for everybody, whether it's content, streaming, fucking invites, collabs, whatever it is, man. Uh, so God bless everybody that's uh, making moves right now. Um, but Fajardi, any any thoughts on this disrespect or this cringe about what JC and Mondale are doing, man? What's going on with that, man? <laughs> what is the deal? Um, I mean, the thing that... The thing that I, I mean, I didn't like, I, I didn't see a lot of that, but I, I did see a lot of people just trying so hard to relate it to Treyarch, to relate <laughs> oh, it to zombies. The logo. That, 
don't forget the logo. Yeah, the logo thing on the sign. That's just like you need to uh, go get brain checked, man. Uh, no disrespect, but you know, I, <laughs> like yeah. you just said, no disrespect, but please just stop, <laughs> no stop thinking about, about that. Yeah, no, yeah. I, bro. I, I mean. Oh, there's sad stone wrote something in chat that I, I'm gonna carefully not approach too much. Something about Adderall with uh, Cod General Manager. I need to educate myself more on what the hell happened there before we talk about that on mm. the podcast. I did hear about that, and I'm like, wait. And that same, uh, yeah, big controversy with that. Maybe I'll, I'll try to read into that more, and we'll talk about it next week. But I did, I do know what you're talking about. I read a little bit into it. I want to read more. Um, they also announced the the Warzone tournament leaders. I think during Summer Games Fest as well. Recognize a few of those people. So, yeah, there's a lot going on right now. Um, I am in in beginning stages trying to get in talks with uh, people at Activision. So, wish me luck, chat. I'm trying to, not just creator code, not just, you know, recognition, but really trying to really trying to connect with them and, and you know, make them see, you know, what we're building here on this channel. This really big community-led effort, you know, spreading the right information, talking positively about the game, providing constructive criticism. I'm in early talks right now to get stuff going with, uh, with Activision. Hopefully, you can see more... Uh, uh, partnerships and promotions in the near future that, that's that's been a dream that's been a dream that i've been thinking about for uh quite some time i think this year of all years with black ops colder is uh better time than ever to kind of get the ball rolling with that if you know what i mean but um <laughs> like majority was saying that there, there was that cypher in jc stream like that box there was something with letters on it people were zooming in seeing Treyarch logos pretending to see you know zombies references i'm like People are really reaching, man. Really reaching. Would not even have permission to say anything about zombies anymore. He probably signed an NDA the last 10 years. That's usually what happens with devs that leave major studios. They sign NDAs that say you can't say anything for a decade because by then, nobody's going to give a shit anymore. You can say whatever you want. Zelensky, I think his NDA, did his expire? His might not have expired yet. Jimmy Zelensky, former director. It's about to. I think it's about to. So Zelensky might talk about things in the next couple months or next couple years that goes back to like World at War, Black Ops Two, and will anybody care at that point? Probably oh not. You can kind of get like, kind of get what I mean with the time in there. Buried like Moon and Barry being at the same time. Oh no! Yeah, that, that, that's a. I have a headache one thinking about thing, that. An original yeah, plot one, that got scrapped. Yep. Yeah, but one thing with like a little bit of the side with like the Jason stuff and like mm -hmm. um, with the with the game, it's like. One thing that I think that the major problem, not, not a major problem, just one thing that I will say that COD kind of has, where I think it's probably the biggest issue with COD, is that it like it's hard to get like you know a, a feeling of okay we have this nice thing going because every single year they release a new title and it's drastically different from the last and it's hard to keep a train going like where Cold War it's like we don't want Cold War to end because we just love the game right yeah but and it's like. I wish there was a game where it had like that energy and then we knew, hey, this game's getting supported for years and years to come. And it's not just that, oh, we have to wait again for the next game. But they, they really have a chance to fully, you know, get their creative thoughts out in the game, get a nice plan going for the game and execute and, and make it a long-term success. I think that's the one thing that I want in a game. And this game that they're working on may be that thing where they have that plan. Right. And, I think it could be big because, you know, I think that's the one issue of COD is that they're stuck on this thing of like, oh, well, new game and has to interplay with Warzone. And it's like, it's not a bad thing by any chance. It works. It's successful. But, you know, I think that having a game that knows that you know that it's like, okay, this game's going to be out for years and years and could get updated yeah. for years. D don't forget, like though, I started to cut off. Black Ops 4 was oh, set to be that game, by the way. Do you remember that? Yeah. When they first said, oh, Black Ops 4, years of support, years of support. That would have been the plan if Treyarch yeah. didn't cut... Halfway through Blackout, or was it was it after Grand Heist, 
Cut, yep. cut support. Oh, gotta gotta replace Sledgehammer. Gotta replace Sledgehammer. They gotta help COD twenty twenty now. If Treyarch's game was coming out this fall, like it was supposed to, Black Ops Four will still be, still be getting updates to this day. And yep. it would have been crazy. I want to see some swag, Nick Merck's type success for streamers covering Blackout. Imagine how big Blackout would have been because of those guys right there. If if that's what would have happened, maybe that's what would have happened. They would have got big off Blackout instead of Warzone. Blackout would have been the battle royale. They eventually went free to play, crossplay, blah blah blah. Has to- Imagine. Someone has to make a what if video, like a what if scenario. <laughs> Dude, that be like. I, I actually have something like that written down that I, I will maybe do if I go on vacation again. My little filler original video. I have something about that written down. Yeah, a uh, kind of a what if like that, where it's like, look at how things were supposed to go, look how they did go, and look at the in between what would have happened. You know, it's like that's actually a really a genius idea that I appreciate you bringing up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but. It, it's like. <laughs> and, and there's another thing too. People that people in this chat, it's, it's like I said before. I'm like, I hope that people that have supported this channel through the podcast, videos, streams, whatever. I hope you guys stick around and care a, a bit about Vanguard because it's like I tweeted before. I'm scared about the transition from Cold War to Vanguard. Will the interest be there? Will there be stuff to talk about? I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm probably just over exaggerating or, or jumping the gun here. But looking at the negativity I've seen recently about it, even if the game's not revealed, I'm just like, like wow, really? <laughs> What's going on, man? But it's also off your point if they came out and said yeah this game's gonna be supported for years if they made that clear will that stay true after six months will they change will they jump ship well i mean it's hard to to say it it is hard to say but yeah with a big with a big company like activision it's hard to know because you're not like they are more of like okay what's the best for our business but like a new studio would be like oh well what's what is our plan so it's like it's cool to see the contrast between those two but it's also like hey you know Whatever Activision wants to do, hopefully people enjoy it. You know, hopefully they right. enjoy it. Is yeah. that actually true? As I said, Nick Merckx has merch named Blackout 2.0. Is that actually true? I didn't know that. Yeah. But is it like, is it supposed to be a, a hit, like a reference to Blackout? Or is it just, or is it just Blackout the word that it's is just, the name of it? It's just, it's just black t-shirts. Got, got it, got it, got it. No, it makes, I was like, wait a second, hold up. Uh, real quick, Fireteam Elimination just got better. I don't know if anybody knows this. I mean, it was in the past notes and I missed this. And you guys know I'm, I'm a news fanatic and i missed this fire team elimination got an update where you now spawn in with an rng weapon it could be mp5 74u milano whatever so that's awesome they made they're making elimination better every update like is yo <laughs> blackout 2.0 is in black ops holder now i hope you guys are enjoying that can't wait to play it on zoo really soon probably in reloaded we'll see zoo in uh multiplayer but um one thing i want to wrap up this topic with is when it comes to Treyarch being stuck in a cycle here's what i feel right now since even Black Ops 3, they haven't had a solid three years to make a new game with no interruptions, no bullshit. They've, they've, they've pulled off fantastic games that I've loved under the craziest circumstances. Imagine what they could pull off with no interruptions. Think about Black Ops 3. If people don't know this, I think a year into that game's development, everything got scrapped. I think more towards campaign, everything got cut. It's kind of ironic how, is his name, is Dave Anthony his name? I forgot his name. Uh, yeah. Dave yeah, Anthony, who's with Blundell now, Deviation, CEO. He wrote Black Ops 1 and 2's campaigns. Isn't it ironic when he left? Black Ops 3's campaign went to shit. <laughs> they just didn't they, they just didn't come out with a good campaign that year. And Black Ops 4 didn't have one, period. So, and then Raven made Cold War's campaign. Treyarch hasn't made a campaign since, I guess you could say, Black Ops 3. That's crazy. But anyway, Treyarch... Cold War? Yeah, well, Ra- yeah, well, yeah, collabed with Raven on on True. It was more Raven's campaign. That's more Raven. With Raven, that. I think, had every mostly everything laid out when Treyarch stepped in. They're like, all right, let's tie this in the Black Ops more. Throw in Woods, throw in Mason, maybe add Yemental here, whatever. But uh, Treyarch's stuck in a cycle right now. If you guys haven't noticed, Black Ops Three, a year in, all the campaign got redone, reworked, multiplayer got reworked, zombies was I think messy, but 
ended up fine. Black Ops 4, don't, don't, even have to, don't even have to tell you that. Black Ops 4, I think the whole game got scrapped like really deep into development. Um, and th that's almost the thing, right? Bigger isn't always better. Maybe you have more time to make a game, but it's more, more opportunity for mistakes, more opportunity for too ambitious of ideas to where the whole game falls apart, right? Maybe less time can bring a better product. Maybe, maybe it can't, but Black Ops 4, full campaign got cut. Millions of dollars in budget got wasted. Multiplayer got reworked from an Overwatch kind of arcade shooter to what we got in that game with the specialist. Uh, zombies needed about a month or two more of QA testing, but aside from that, I think it was fine. Uh, and then Black Ops Cold War wasn't even their game. They stepped in. Let's see if from now until 2023, Treyarch gets the opportunity to make the game they want to make with no interruptions, no bullshit, more staff on board, more QA. Maybe this next COD in a couple years will be the game that they have enough time to make with no problems at all. No excuses, no pandemics, no fucking lockdowns. Let's see. I mean, what are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, hopefully. I think it'd be it'd be great if they can finally get a chance to do that again. Yeah. But uh It's a cycle. Man, they gotta break it. Mob the dead style. Mob the dead style. Literally. Dude, well, yeah. I'd say they're already not off to a good start with the rumors of them helping Sledgehammer Ex already. Exactly. So, exactly. I'm I mean like, like I I don't know like what the big deal is, but like why are they like sheltering Infinity Ward? to this to the one thing like i never i've never heard anything about infinity ward like going and helping other someone else bro i, I, mean, I maybe, maybe that's just wrong i but, like if infinity ward takes like an entire year they had a subway station and open up <laughs> uh, open up uh, a stadium bro like what are they doing with the dev time where the fuck is it hashtag everybody chat where the hashtag where the fuck is infinity ward put that in yeah, chat man literally where is infinity ward people aren't thinking about this but Activision, I believe they said, I, now I'm not saying this is anything to say, but they said they aren't ready to move on from the premium model yet. Who knows? What if Modern Warfare 2022 is the final game where they go, yeah, a COD has to be every single year? Did you, know that, did you know that was actually rumored? Uh, I think six, I think by, uh, v, it might have been VGC or somebody at Modern Warzone. I don't know where they get their info from, but somebody said that a couple months ago that Modern Warfare 2022 is the last premium COD. I'm like, well, it doesn't seem likely because of the rumor we talked about the other day, which is that they're coming out with a six and 12 month battle pass model now. And, and that 12 month pass, probably like 200 bucks, will come with a full premium COD and then maybe the whole year's worth of battle passes or something. If they're just bringing that out now, they're not ditching the yearly cycle anytime soon. You can bet your ass on that one, but there's that. But back to Infinity War, remember the news that just broke about a week, uh, two weeks ago, the, the narrative directors left Infinity War. So my question is, is that because the narrative directors already wrote Modern Warfare 2, the sequel, and Activision said, by the way, you got to throw in some Black Ops tie-in, Black Ops 2, David Mason, you got to do this, this, and that, because everything's connected now. And they said, hey, we're trying to do a grounded story. You're not letting us. Adios. Did that happen? Or was the story not even done yet and they're capping? And then Activision said, you're taking too long. We got we to gotta, we gotta get the ball rolling here. Get the fuck out. I wonder what happened there. But Jeff Leach, voice actor of Ghost, made it clear when he was on the podcast with uh, James C. Burns. He made it clear. He was like, hey, there's more going on here. He didn't go into it too much. But he's like, yeah, we all kind of got let go at the same time. Activision's going in a new direction with Modern Warfare 2. So, hey, Imagine what's going on I'm there? Not saying, I'm not saying this is anything. I'm not. This is just random. This is probably not anything. I just wanted to say this because why not? But what if Taylor and Jacob they both they both go to deviation games? Dude? That's funny, but I think Taylor went back to Naughty Dog if I'm not mistaken. Somebody, uh, went, I think somebody okay. went back to Naughty Dog if I'm not mistaken. I believe that happened. I could be wrong. I think that's what I saw online. But that dude, That'd be funny. That'd it's be like funny, I said, dude. like Conjury did the same thing when World War II got 
changed up quite a bit after uh, New Year's of that year. Uh, Kondre left, formed his own studio, and took people from Sledgehammer. And then Sledgehammer was a, a team like this, this big. Sledgehammer was this big. And, and Activision's like, wait, they're supposed to pump out a COD 2020 with Raven? They're, they're not big enough for that. Trey, where the hell you at, bro? Oh, Black Ops 4 is going on? <laughs> Done. <laughs> took him off Blackout to make COD 2020. Uh, <laughs> crazy stuff, man. But, oh, man, I'm very interested in what's happening in the next couple of years. Lots of changes, lots of uh, canon changes, tie-ins, crossovers. This is crazy to think about. But any other uh, last comments on this topic before we move on to our favorite segment? Uh, nope. Never good. All right. I think it is just about time for some goofy comments with... Who are these people? Who are these people? All right. Starting off with <laughs> a pretty funny one. I just saw this one today. The Menendez, quote, I make cocaine and stuff bundle comes with a little kilo brick of drugs as a charm and the guns fire white dusty tracer rounds that poof white in impact. All right. I'm like, I made a Menendez video the other day. Dang. I'm like, that, that, was pretty, that was an idea, bro. I got, got to admit, that was a funny idea. Um, yeah. hire that, man. Someone get this guy in the studio to make some. Oh, real quick, too. I see comments that are like. They pump out all these bundles. Where's the content? Where's the 6v6 maps? Do you not realize a different department does that? Do people not... I guess common sense is out the window with that yeah. one. People don't realize it. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. By the way, Fajardi used the Black Ops 2 future Menendez model in the thumbnail today because there isn't a clean young Menendez model in Blackout, but there's an older one. So in case anybody was like, wait, why is older Menendez in a Cold War thumbnail? That's why. Came out great, though. I'm sure you guys saw that one. Um... Definitely stay tuned for more advertisements than content. 50 ads in a 20-minute video. Nice. So, quick reminder, YouTube's a free platform. They can also place as many ads as they like on even non-monetized videos. Um, I will also say I think five-second skippable ads on a 20-minute video are fine. I don't see any issue with that. Um, but, okay, maybe maybe YouTube Red's on his wish list for this Christmas. We'll see if he ends up getting a YouTube Red to disable all his ads. Oh um, talking about Menendez, again, not a zombies video at all the other day. Talking about Menendez. Does this mean we get a proper mob remaster? Um, no, it doesn't, because Black Ops 2 Remastered isn't going to happen. If it does, it'll be a campaign-only remaster. Uh, I doubt they'll ever touch the multiplayer. I really doubt that one. And with zombies, uh, Blood of the Dead is your friend. You know what I mean? Uh, hey, Go to the map, by the way. Yeah, Blood of the Dead. Blood of the Dead's, I'm sorry, Greg. Blood of the Dead is better than Mob of the Dead because of a better quest, better side okay. Easter eggs. DK, you can't say that. He he has come after me personally. I don't want yeah, yeah. to come after me. After me. <laughs> hey, well, he's the one streaming the gauntlet for Blood, man, in 2021, yeah. so he must like Blood a little bit. <laughs> he, he might <laughs> like Blood. That. I saw I that. that yeah, oh, I might do some gauntlets with him soon, man. <laughs> oh, dude, Ooh. Yeah. Activision has the gaming revolution's balls in a vice. Watch out, you could be next. This one had me dying earlier. I'm like, here's something that um, I'm going to touch on later in this podcast is that talking positively about a game that I enjoy playing and covering doesn't mean Activision is paying me to do that. I find that, I find that ironic. I also find it interesting that TGR is typically a lot more critical than I am on Twitter about the game. So I don't know how, I, how Activision has his balls in a vice. Like, I, I, don't, I don't really get that, but again... Goofy comment there. We have a tweet I saw yesterday. Uh, my tweet about my stream that went up, uh, reacting to the Summer Games Fest. This guy replied to my tweet saying, clickbait man. And I replied to him saying, you got to be joking. He then said, bro, I thought it was something about season four. And I replied to him, I said, it literally was. We watched the season four trailer live, broke it down, and are now analyzing other big announcements. 
Which I'll Did people about. think it was like a season four event or something? I'm so and it, there was yeah. there was a panel, but it's called Summer Games Fest, not Call of Duty Games Fest. So it's like, yeah. I, I, if you tune into it, here's a lesson for everybody watching this right now. If you tune into a stream late, let's say if you look at the description when you put into a stream, it'll say how many hours the guy has been streaming for. If you tune in two three hours late, I'm pretty sure 99 of the time you probably missed what the title's talking about. Just saying. <laughs> I gotta point that out real quickly. Um, this one's funny. Red logo for season four. I never even noticed seasons had logos. Someone tell me what he's talking about, purple or green. Um, you know when you boot up the game every season, there's kind of a new logo and concept art. So I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> I put this yeah. in here because I was a little confused on what this meant. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> somebody brought, I don't brought know. somebody brought to, somebody, yeah, somebody brought to my attention that uh the Red logo I'm talking about, it's actually more orange than red. I think I'm I'm, I'm colorblind or something, because when I first saw the logo, it looked red to me, but now that I looked at it again in the gameplay trailer, it looks more orange. So, Fajardi was right making it orange yesterday in the thumbnail. It is orange more than red, I think. It's kind of a blend. A little. I will say, though, um, like, this not only has much to do with the comment, but, uh, like, I hope Sledgehammer, this is a small nitpick, I hope they go back to actually naming seasons like something else and just seasons. Like, I Operation, like, yeah. Like, op I kind of like that, you know, like each operation has its own name and personality. Team. It kind of makes a little more personality. That's just a small thing, though. Just small nitpick. I like that, right? World War Two and Blackout did that, but YouTube titles, bro. <laughs> those oh, are gonna yeah. be. Those are fucking tough, oh, man. Yeah. It's like, how do you yeah, title? Like, true. I think I think they're gonna stay with the season number models because Fortnite does it. COD Mobile's doing it very well, and and I, I think they're gonna keep that. But hey, operation names for World War Two make a lot more sense. Why at the end there is Star Wars song? I saw this one. I'm like, huh? I'm, like, I'm sure I get copyrighted if he's a Star Wars song in my, in my video. So I, this one kind of like, eh? A little confused on that one. Uh, there's that. Nobody cares. No one will buy COD anymore. Don't hype things up when you, little nerd, already know that this COD will fail as well. And this comment did pretty well. Got a bunch of likes. Uh, What's up, Bobby? How you doing, man? I was going to say, it's, it's, yeah, the irony yeah, here is... Not Bobby, bro. Bobby's... Oh, my. Bobby so told Bobby, me... How do you feel about um, Jason Blundell's responses? Like... You, uh, <laughs> I, I, bro, I opened my Google app the other day on my phone, and Google usually shows you articles that are relevant to what you search. And one of the articles I read was, Does Bobby get paid too much at Activision? Oh, uh, a analysts say yes. And I'm like, Whoa, they're gonna say that at Bobby over at Activision, bro, taking that couple million dollar bonus. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I guess Bobby, I see at, uh, at Activision wants me to know that uh, COD's gonna fail this year because they themselves are tired of the franchise and want me to play Battlefield. So, um, oh, wow. I see a lot of comments asking me, like, Oh, uh, are you going to buy Battlefield? You're going to cover it. And it's like, you know, no disrespect. You can ask whatever you want. But it's like, I'm a COD channel and all. You think I can really make that jump and make that all work? Especially for a $70 multiplayer game that's going to get four updates in a whole year. Which I'm going to assume there's three-month gaps between those updates. I mean, how much content can I cover with that? Unless I was a Twitch. If I was a Twitch highlights type of channel that just posts clips on YouTube from Twitch, then yeah, maybe. But I'm not really, I'm not too gameplay oriented. Um, This one was good, man. Um... Where's the early gameplay trailer then? Shit content, bro. Plus clearly, clearly, plus clearly, you don't play the game and just release these shitty Twitter filler videos for money. Seeing as how that pistol reward is clearly a Diamati. So first off, gunfight tournament reward uh, for the last tournament that got added. <laughs> I recorded the video. I called it a Diamati. As I was editing, I said, "That's like a 1911 to me." And there's no way to verify it in game to see what the name of the pistol is. I looked at it very hard. I'm like, it's, "I think it's a 1911." I first said it was Diamati. I second guessed myself. We recorded it, call it M1911. I was right the first time. It was a Diamati. Quick mistake. Like I said, man, if I mix and match some skins, respectfully, 
you know, correct me in the comments. It's not a big deal. It's not the end of the world. It's not that deep, right? If you're like, oh, you you mismatch you mismatch the skin, bro. You don't play the game, really. <laughs> if you're new to my channel, maybe you'll think that. But if, if you've been around for a little while, you know I play the game a bit too much sometimes. Um, he said, where's the early gameplay trailer? I don't know what video this is even on. I think it was when I talked about... Uh, what video was this, man? Let me look it up real quick. Uh, it was on a video where I'm like, how do you not know what I'm talking about here? Let, let me pull this up real quick. God, some of these comments, man. At least watch the video a little bit before you... Uh, before you comment. Oh, what was this, man? Let me let me see. Was this a... What gameplay was this? It wasn't that roadmap you made for Jardy with uh, that one queen skin. Oh, it was the video where I conf where we talked about the confirmation of Summer Games Fest. That was when they confirmed gameplay will premiere at Summer Games Fest. I'm like, yeah, and I mentioned that in the video. It doesn't say that the video has gameplay in it. It says the gameplay trailer is confirmed. So I, people can't read, man. Anyway, uh, clickbait nerd. I love this one, man. Clickbait nerd. I've always asked people, can you can you list where I've clickbaited? And they never respond to me, so must not be able to find anything. Um, oh, if I watch this video and it ain't a new trailer on it, I'm unsubscribing and never watching another video. Please let me find out you clickbaiting like a mark when you make videos damn near daily and don't have to. I like I like when somebody says you make daily videos and don't have to. It's like I don't have to do anything, but. Well, it's my career, full-time job. I think I have to post, right? You know, I got to cover everything going on. So I like when people try to... They want you to go homeless, DK. They don't want you to, to uh, have food, dude. I, I, find, I find it funny when when people say, you like, oh, you don't need to post today or this wasn't worth the video. Like, you don't have to watch it, man. There's timestamps to skip around if you want to. And see, timestamps are kind of time-consuming. I'll tell you that. Timestamps take a minute sometimes to do, and I enjoy doing them. I think it makes... I feel like it, that's it, a great, it. That's a great addition from YouTube, by the way. Best, I think, best feature in history of YouTube, by the way. Don't, I, don't I, have it. <laughs> but I, I want to say, not a lot of channels do it, especially in the COD scene. And I feel like it helps eliminate that confusion. If you guys don't know what a title means or the thumbnail, if you guys don't know, if you guys want much time to watch a video, you just want to skip to like a, a quick highlight of it. Or you want to know what's going on. I, I do, man. Sometimes I feel like that's what I do. I feel like timestamps are just the best way to just build some transparency between an audience and myself. Um, but my God, dude, it's like people try to tell you how to do content. It's like, yeah, I mean, please pay my car payments and then you, you can, I'll stop posting. All right. <laughs> or something like that. I don't know, man. It's like it's, it's, the comments, bro, the, the balls people have, the audacity. It, it's, it's funny, man. Um, I think that about wraps it up for comments this week. Let me see. Did I, have any, did I go through this one. Oh, we'll wrap it up with this. Go through the, the search results one. I the, almost forgot that. Do the search results Okay, one before, before that, though, the operators are so damn stupid. I'd much rather have actual characters. Zombie storyline means absolutely nothing now. Just a bunch of random dudes dropping in to kill zombies and collect intel every single time. Stupid as hell. Wow, not just a bunch of random dudes. A bunch of dudes who should be killing each other. This game is a complete joke. The game is effing pathetic. Shake my head. So, just when this dialogue... Tell a story, right? And if they care that much about dialogue, I'm really curious how they felt about Alpha Omega, which had the best dialogue in Ether. One of, some of the best dialogue in Ether, by the way, which I'm sure they didn't pay attention to. Uh, that's that's one thing. Um, a bunch of dudes should be killing each other. So people forget that who you play as in Zombies and Warzone isn't necessarily canon. Activision gives you the freedom to do it so that it increases sales for them with all the bundles. You can play as whoever you want in any mode that you want. It's a gameplay thing. That's not that's not canon. You know, it's like, it's like you play as Samantha in Firebase or play as Samantha in the Outbreak Egg and then Samantha's in the cutscene or Ravenoff's asking for her and she's, you know, you're playing as her. It doesn't actually make sense, right? So who you play as isn't canon. Hope that's clear. Um, but again, I, I doubt this person paid any attention to Alpha Omega or Tagatoan's dialogue, which is very rich, by the way. Craig Houston went off of those maps. Um, cringe. This 
something Fajardi brought up. I couldn't believe this. Search go on go on incognito or go on another account who hasn't watched me before. Search DK Dynamite and girlfriend is the first thing that comes up. I'm like, are people actually searching for? Her? I'm, I'm wondering what the uh, what the deal is with that one. I, I've had her in a video a couple of years ago. I was at like what maybe a thousand subs. We did a fun VR scary video together. Um, you guys can still. I'll probably link it. I'll, I'll try to post it somewhere on Twitter or Discord. Go to my Discord server. I actually chat later on. I'll post that throwback video in there. Um, she's been on camera a few times. Uh, I live with her. We live alone. And yeah, I think we'll try to do a fun stream with her one day. <laughs> I've been together for like uh, almost five years. That's so incredibly sus. It's incredible. Yeah, incredible. Dude, I wonder who these people are, dude. Who is who, who is searching this, man? Who wants to know? Yeah. I'm like, bro. Who's doing this? Who's doing this? Yeah, I mean, she's on Twitter pretty often. You probably see us tweeting each other once in a while. So, Chad, if you want to see... Uh, we simp for your girlfriend. There, there you go, man. There you go. Somebody, it, oh what happened yesterday? Yesterday, I did a big Discord call during the stream. I just, I hopped in with like 30 people on the, in the Discord <laughs> and somebody, everybody was nice. There was no issues, but then there was one person that was like, can you fuck my wife? And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what is wrong with that? Like, what's going on here, man? Sus comments, man. But anyway, yeah, she, uh, we've been together for almost five years. We've got to plan a, uh, a collab or something. Have her come on stream or in a video at some point. Uh, I just haven't had a chance to. Maybe a Valentine's special or whatnot. She gets shy, so we'll, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, you'll see her on Twitter. And she's, she's in my server sometimes. But, yeah, I thought that was really funny. After Girlfriend, it's Zombies, Dead Ops, Bombcast, BO4, Twitter, and YouTube. Those are interesting terms to come up when you search my name. I thought that was... But already found it. Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Dead Ops one. Though. I'm like, yeah, I worked really hard on my Dead Ops content uh, when it released with Black Ops Cold. Dead Ops 3 is the shit. Hope everybody knows that. I love Dead Ops 3. Um, I covered it quite a bit. BO4 comes out comes up in here. I'm like, yeah, I have a couple BO4 juicers that I posted. Um, <laughs> one of my most viewed videos is, uh, excuse me, the free weapons one. After they revamped the black market, I made a whole video about how to get all the free weapons. That was a juicer. I, I had fun making that. Um, I think last and definitely not least, TGR went ahead and threw some comments in this chat that we have here. TGR has some weird comments here. First one, shut the F up, TGR. Only because they're in the dark ether doesn't mean that they have mutated. You can't theorize about Victus? What the fuck, man? <laughs> Another one. Oh, favorite one. Dr. Fauci's a fraud. Take off the mask. By the way, give me Chronicles 2. <laughs> what is, like, that guy, that guy just pulled something from there and then went back over here and then just This guy was together. like, yeah, this guy was like, yeah, let's, let's grab something from the political scene. Somehow tie it into Chronicles 2, which doesn't exist right now. I'm like, I don't know where that came from. Crazy, bro. Hopefully YouTube doesn't hit me for that one. We're just making fun here. We're not claiming any uh, rushness information here, bro. Please. Um, and that, I think, will wrap things. I think we went over these comments last week. Yep. I think that's what it, yeah. <laughs> that's all the comments for this week. So are these people. But we'll be going over some very cringe TikToks that have false Call of Duty information in them. We'll talk about that later. Um, next up on this topic list here, I wanted to go into hacking being exposed even more real quick. So this is a quick topic. But I wrote this down a couple days ago. I was going to forget about it. So I'm not going to name any names. I think somebody big in the Warzone scene got exposed recently for using VPNs and hacking again. And I saw a comment underneath this exposure. That, I think the turtle even covered this. So this person got exposed for cheating. This person, I think, has won thousands of dollars in tournaments as well, so it blows my mind. Somebody underneath this tweet ended up writing, uh, in the next few years, I expect this, and I quote, but we're on keyboard and mouse. It's just aim assist for us. Controller players have it. Why can't we? And it's all downhill from there. Watch it. I'm calling it in another three to four months. And what he's, what he's claiming is that there's going to end up being a controversy soon with like soft aim bots, constant radar, people that play on PC. And I'm like, that's a, it's a good point I wanted to bring up real quickly because 
the bar is continuously being raised for what you can use and what you can't use. Because I think we've kind of got to a point now where people are accepting VPNs now a little bit more. People are like, oh, yeah, you're you're connecting to these, you know, Indian or handicapped servers where people are shooting the sky. I think that's fine. But I'm like, you have $1,000 tournaments going on. Is, is Like, are we accepting that now? Like, I, I'm I'm really lost with, with this whole you know, <laughs> with this whole uh, acceptance of, of cheating in Warzone, as it seems. Oh, but everybody else is hacking. I'm just going to use an aimbot. I'm just going to use a VPN. It's like, have we gotten to that point already? What's going on with that, man? What do you think about that, Revive? Man, it's... it's That whole stuff is just like... I can't... I don't even... I don't even know, dude. I don't even know. I couldn't even... I, I almost don't take... Uh, I almost don't take competitive Warzone seriously just because of that issue. It's like, do you really know if they're winning? Are they cheating? Are they like, what kind of lobbies are they in? Like, I just do, do a private, oh, yeah, do a yeah. private match. Put everybody in a private match, a big lobby, and have them face each other for the tournament. Don't, don't put them in pubs. I think that's I don't, what World of Warzone is. I think I don't know. It, it might be. Yeah, I think, it's, it's, yeah. I think with that, which is how it should be, to be honest. Just so you eliminate that whole like, oh, yeah. I'm using a this VPN shit like. I, yeah, some, someone it's, said name him. Um, I, I, if I can find the tweet, I will. It was Dexterto a couple of days ago. Um, I think the guy that got exposed was Z Laner. I think. I think. Yeah, I'll, I'll scroll down if someone, knows, if someone doesn't believe this. I'll, I'll find Z Laner. There's no yeah. way. There's no yeah. way. I, I think Did he was the one that got caught. I think. There's I just think. too many I'm tweets. Sure, though. How do you. What, Z Laner? Yeah, Z Laner officials is Twitter. Z Laner. I, I think I remember seeing the tweet and it was Z Laner. That was the guy that got exposed. Oh, cheater. Hold on, let me see. Let's um, see. Not, if it comes not being up. a cheater, but he was using the the VPN thing. To Let's see if I can VPN. Let's see. Yeah. I hope I spelled his name right. Z Laner, like L A N E R. Yeah, Z L A N E R. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, I did right when you searched it. A bunch of VPN uh, tweets come up about. Yeah. I, I'll try to go. I'm gonna scroll on Dixerto for a little bit. It's Dixerto's esports page, I believe. I could be wrong. I saw this article today. I'm like, yeah, it, it gets me that. It, we're kind of just by the month, by the month, we're just, we're seeing more and more of this happening. Like, how does anybody take this seriously, dude? If you put them in all in a private match, it's all the same people competing, then sure. But here, is this one it? Oh, here's a cheater that got exposed live. Not, not a big content creator. You make the game not fun for other people. That's fine. I don't care. Warzone Hacker was streaming live on Twitch earlier today without a care in the world, telling others to simply find another game. Damn. They made an article about that one. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I see this every week, bro. Something new. Somebody's exposed. VPNs, this, that, controllers, fucking. It's like, when is this going to stop, man? I, I just, <laughs> I, I wrote this down here because I'm like, I see more and more accusations coming out about bigger and bigger channels. And I'm like, does anybody take this seriously or am I just crazy for just for just doubting all this shit? I mean, it, I just, and then it's almost throwing in the, the, the accusations about Adderall and whatnot and this cover up. And I'm like, that's a whole other can of worms I don't know much about yet. I'll read about it later. I'm just like, what is going on here, dude? <laughs> the whole competitive scene of Warzone is a mess right now. There's some good people in there, don't get me wrong, but there's just so much accusation and, and controversy. It's like, wh where do we start with that? What do you think, Pajardi? What's going on here? Um, I think since um, we don't know like exactly if it's Z-Laner, we probably shouldn't hate him already. Yeah, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not even like, trying to. Yeah, I don't even know. I just, I just like go off a of memory. I might forget. I have a pretty it. shit memory. So, but I think that's who it was, I think. Well, I mean, even then, I mean, I'm pretty sure like a lot of people are like are VPNing now just yeah, yeah. because I, I don't know. I don't know where the switch came, but like it seems like people are like, yeah, like we're just going to start allow, allowing VPNs. And like, I, I really don't like that, man. That. It's the same thing. It's kind of like uh, 
like stroking the fucking cow a little bit and saying, oh yeah, SBMM is ruined multiplayer. Let's just fucking cheat. Soft aim by VPN. The game's unplayable, guys. We got to cheat a little bit to get our gameplays and win our tournaments. Why have we gotten to that point? It's like, what? I just, oh my God, man. Let's see. Well, I mean, people people can do whatever they want in Warzone. I'm not gonna be playing Warzone, so I, <laughs> yeah, I don't that, care. Yeah, that's what I'm. I can't. I wish I could find the article, man. It was just the, just the other day I saw it. Maybe Charlie, Charlie Intel say something about. It? Let's see. Um, yeah, but either way, guys, it's just seeing big names like that. It was somebody who won something. The Twitch rivals. Let's Faze see. Boo, yeah. Is that his name? It was somebody. In the chat said Facebook. Yeah. It was somebody that won Nuke something squad. big at Twitch. I don't know if it was, a, it was a Nuke Squad person. I remember reading something about how. This individual had won something big at a Twitch Rivals event or something, and now they're being uh, exposed for, for cheating and whatnot. That's all I remember about it. I'm not trying to name any names. I'm not trying to accuse somebody who didn't do it, but I remember reading this article, and that's why I brought this up, because I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Um, and that's what I'm saying. The future of multiplayer in Warzone is very interesting to me, the community-wise. Like, what is going to happen? What's going to be allowed and tolerated in the next few years if this bullshit continues? People that have numbers or have big positions on YouTube got to chill out with, like, Oh, SDMM's so bad. You're just creating this sheet mentality. The game's unplayable, and it's not true. But people that keep edging that on, it's like it's just leading to more acceptance of the cheating. It's it's ridiculous. It's really getting annoying at this point. But like Vajari said, he won't be playing Warzone. So I mean, I, hey man, <laughs> I don't know what the future holds for this. But I'm it's really interesting to see how we've gotten to this point now. I wonder what else is going to be. It's like the guy said in the tweet that I, I mentioned. At some point, we're going to be accepting soft aimbots. They're like, oh, yeah, well, if, if they're cheating with VPNs, I should be able to use a soft aimbot. I'm on keyboard and mouse. I don't have aim assist. Let's just, let's turn that on. Controllers have it. I, I agree. I think that we're going to get to that point at some point. Um, so, as like I said, no disrespect. If people are successful off Warzone, streaming, whatnot, more power to them. But if they got caught cheating. I can't say I'm surprised. I, I really can't see it. Um, it's just, it's not, it's not fun to see stuff like that. When I, I mean, I've, I've seen one to two hackers max. I've never seen that many. I play more rebirth and Verdansk, but I just, I, I just don't get it, dude. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I've, so, seen, oh, yeah, what? I've seen like, oh, sorry. I've seen like no hackers really in rebirth. I've only seen them in Verdansk personally. I, I agree. I fully agree. I, I haven't really seen, um, let me see. Warzone cheating exposed. I can't find much about it, but. Um, it was an, oh, is this the guy? Oh no, this is old. This is old. I'm looking for, why is there so many old articles? Man? I want to see new stuff. Um, I'm going to look up, let's look up the Dexerto Warzone cheating and see if that comes up at all. Yeah. Somebody mentioned, uh, phase Booyah got exposed for using a VPN. That, that sucks, man. <laughs> He's in Nuke Squad as well, which is like on the up and up right now for, uh, for Warzone streaming. Let's see. Yeah, if you, I mean, just look alone here. I mean, there are so many articles being written about this. It's insane. I mean, they're, they're, Dexerto and I'm making bang out these articles. Everybody's reading about this shit. Uh, but yeah. Oh, is this? Let me see. January to Warzone team ban from 250,000 Twitch rivals event after cheating scandal. Damn. I mean, that, that, it's been going on for a minute. Anyway, moving on from that, I did want to bring up too that I see a lot of comments lately, and we've talked about this already, but. People that say that I'm like, oh, an Activision shill, corporate cocksucker, you know, Trey could do no wrong. It's like, if I enjoy this game, right? If I'm enjoying this game and covering it, why does that automatically make you think that I'm paid to do it? Is it not possible to like this game because you don't like it that much? It's like, I, I don't get that. But I wrote something down here that I found funny. There are people out there who actually do White Knight information. There's people out there that literally come out and say, and I quote, I love skill-based matchmaking. There's people like that that are literal corporate shills. Literally people that want that Activision partnership so bad. But you're talking to me. It's like, I, I don't get that, man. It's like, I really don't get when I see that. I see people out there that are like, leaks are so bad. I hate leaks. Don't show me leaks or I'm going to block you. It's like, 
everything to do with marketing these days and any part of the industry, games, music, movies, TV shows, leaks are everywhere, my guy. It's hard to avoid them. I, I respect if you're like, hey, I want to wait for the trailers. I want to wait for the official announcement. I don't care about the leaks. I respect that. But for somebody to say, oh, you are an evil person. I'm going to block you if you even mention a leak or if you slip up on accident. Those are the people that are actual corporate chills. They're like, oh, I please want the creator code. Please. I want to I make sure I look on my best behavior. That's what that is, bro. But me saying I like the game, like, it's not just me either. A lot of other content creators that are actually enjoying the game get butchered for it. And I don't understand that. And then now it's even worse with, oh, Battlefield's going to beat it. Fuck you. Fuck Vanguard. It's like, we've gotten to such a crazy stage in the community. People don't even know what they're saying anymore. But I, it's just, it happens. I've seen it. I mean, Revive, I'm not, I'm not naming any names, but you know what I'm talking about. People out there saying, I love yeah. I, I love SBMM. Don't show me any leaks. Yeah. I'm going to block. Like, that literally happens every day. It happened today again. I saw it on Twitter again. I'm like, I saw somebody that was like, oh, they were theorizing the Treyarch's tweet today about the prologue to Berlin being the Outbreak Easter egg, this guy was speculating that it could be something else, not Outbreak Second Quest. And that's fine to speculate, but people were replying to this guy saying, hey, by the way, this means Outbreak Second Quest. The guy then they put out... Really I mean, it, I mean it's common sense, first of all. But this guy then went ahead and said, oh, but, you know, I hate theorizing on Twitter now because everybody's always correcting me with leaks. I mean, that's not a leak, bro. That's not, <laughs> that's a nothing like, leaked about that. The blog where they said that the start <laughs> of season four will be a Outbreak Easter egg? Like... <laughs> The second one, like, what the fuck are we doing here, dude? Like, I, 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 I saw that tweet. I'm like, bro, at least I'm not gonna do with this. I'm not trying to stop this. anyone from theorizing either. Like, I know. I've seen uh, people where it's like, oh, you can't theorize about this. I'm not saying you can't. I'm not. I'm not saying it can't be those things. But when there's such like big proof about something, and you want to completely forget about any of that and be like, oh, it could be that. Like, I get that, but it's like. You have to use some common knowledge when it comes to when you're theorizing. It's it's cool to theorize, but it's even cooler to theorize when you add on top of something that already has evidence to it. I know. It's cool to theorize when you actually know something's going to happen and you theorize more about it, not try to go away from that, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. Man. I think I found their guy, by the way, real quickly. Uh, somebody said in chat, bad boy B-man. Um, I don't know if he was the one cheating, but he exposed... 600 people for cheating or something like this. This is a big story from March 6th. I don't wow. think we're talking about... Yeah, so, like I said, Chad, this goes back months ago. This has been something... It's nothing new. But the cheating scandals and shit, that, that's, that's... It's insane. Um, anyway, though, it, it's it's something that... It's like I noticed before. You see people out there, they want to theorize. Go for it. The theories don't have to even be remotely true. But then when you start blaming people for correcting you when you're talking out of your ass, it's like, come on, man. It's like, what, what do you expect? When, when, when you say something like, hey, I think this, and the evidence is there to disprove that, people aren't even trying to be rude to you by correcting you, but they just want, they want you to know the truth. And yeah, it's the I, truth. It's, I, not, it's, not a, it's not a leak. It's, a, it's, it's literally what the I know. say. It's like, come on. Same thing happened with Outbreak, bro. There were ciphers about uh, fire teams being deployed to the Euro Mountains. Kravchenko was talking about it, and the same person was like, oh, yeah, leaks keep telling me that it's this new open-world zombies mode. It's like, no, people were talking about ciphers that proved and outbreak mode was coming, and this guy just, just didn't know what the hell was going on. So, he's, I mean, all that aside, man, I just, moral of the story is the community lately has been really interesting to me. I, I just, <laughs> it's like I wrote, it's like I wrote in, uh, in the topics box. We already touched it now, but I am losing brain cells with people sometimes. The vacation I took recently was great. It was a must-eat vacation. Yeah. I came back ready to cover content. I've been loving this past week in terms of marketing and stuff, but... The community, bro. Oh my god, what I've been I seeing wanna, lately. I want to say something specifically about the zombies community, just in terms yeah. of a lot of this negativity 
and a lot of what's going on, I, I don't have a good feeling about the future. I, I don't, I want to say I do, but I just don't about the community itself and how things are going. I don't know what's going to happen with this, this negative and just everything that's going on. People can be like, I'm not talking about the games itself. I'm talking about just the community. I don't know what's going to happen because it's just so much negativity and so much like cringe. It's like, it's like, I don't know, man. Hey, bro, if they're know. saying Battlefield's going to take over and that's their game, bro, let them fucking go, dude. Get all get rid yeah. of all these people that are just going to sweep all these people out of here, man. We don't, we don't need them. <laughs> this negativity, bro. Them, I just... Yeah. Well, go ahead. With with what Revive said, with like the negativity, I mean, someone in chat just said it's only 1% of the community, but that 1% is it's on every reason. single Treyarch tweet, on every yeah. single tweet, on every <laughs> no single post reason, on every bro. single YouTube channel. <laughs> Bro, look, I looked. I looked. Uh, I looked at um, the new Outbreak teaser that released today, the of Zoo, um, which is actually great, by the way. The the caption with it relates to an Intel where you figure out uh, where the the one was actually name dropped. Um, so that's uh, Eric yeah, that out, actually. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I saw. I was looking at the comments. Only first comment: Story sucks. Uh, what is this? We don't like Outbreak. Uh, I, you know, I'm going to play this for two seconds and then. Go back to what I was doing, and like, I, like why? I, I, See, and, and a quick just point: to, people. This year, you don't have the Red Austin Twenty Sevens, Mister Ralph Waffles making story breakdowns, and that's fine. They, they've moved on to other things. Bless them. Eric, Cal, a lot of other people too have done essentially what they were doing for Black Ops Three and games around that. Eric and Cal have become, to me, the, the front runners for storyline breakdowns and theorizing and whatnot. So, if you don't watch them. I get it, man. They don't have they don't have massive channels. Maybe you don't know who they are. That's why I try my best to talk about them as much as possible. Get 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 their names out there. But I saw even on Milo's tweet. Milo was like, "Oh yeah, Valentina, this Valentina, that." And somebody replied to him like, "Who are these? Like, who are those people? Why should I care?" It's like, be, so because the people you usually watch back in the day aren't talking about it, it doesn't exist. I mean, where did that come from? You know what I mean? Uh, and yeah, it's like what Jared said with the zoo teaser or whatnot. It, it's like disgusting hate on it for no reason I, comments about like oh the region's gonna come out i'm gonna i'm gonna get tier five on the new perk or whatever and that's it i'm moving on it's like but what did you get in black ops 4 and 3 right black ops 3 nothing it was just the maps black ops 4 you had the gauntlets the rush whatever else black ops cold we're getting all this new shit i mean you didn't have this before so i i just brain cells man i just i'm at a loss for words with it i don't even know how to break it all down but it, it's across everything too it's not just zombies it's but that's a big part of it it may be the one percent sure but that one percent was enough to drastically change how activision handled black ops 4 games after that uh that one percent may not be very much but that one percent may play a big role in you know how feedback works how developers listen to feedback i mean de developers have feelings man you hurt their feelings too and you just talk straight shit i, I you know and it hurts my it hurts me to, to think about Cherik putting in all this passion to like outbreak, to multiplayer, putting a nuke into die hard point. And then you have these people just under their tweets saying, you know, F you, this sucks. I want this. I want that. I hope they're used to it by now and they've, they've, they've just ignored it. But imagine putting in your blood, sweat and tears to a project that people are just hating on for, without even playing for no reason, right? Oh, it's just campaign. It's like, do you, do you play campaign? Bro, that might have been one of the, the things of why Blundell was like, all right, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm out, dude. Like, I'm just I've, tired of it, dude. Yeah, yeah, man. It's like eh, brain cells at this point. Um, Tim Hansen literally said in a video at the end of BO4, it was time for most of the community to move on. That obviously isn't the case. Yeah, well, I think I well, think a lot did. Or go go ahead first, Majority. Go ahead first. And I'll, I'll I was going to say, well, he's technically right. 
where the most of the community realistically should move on because this is the first zombies game where it's free. It's, it's clearly catering to a different audience and it's working and they're going to continue to cater to that audience because it's, it's making zombies the most popular it's ever been in the last 10, 11 years that it's been in existence for call of duty. Yeah. What I laugh at is when it's like you said, it's working numbers, prove it Activision emphasized down their investors call but then people who don't agree with the content direction they're going with this year will say, oh, no, it's not working. It's not working. Says who? Says Activision with the investors numbers or says you who has the power to sit behind a keyboard on Twitter and Reddit and talk some shit? Who, who's in charge here? You know what I mean? Who actually who actually has the evidence that it's working? Who doesn't? It's that it's, it's that simple. Um, but like Tim Hansen was saying. I mean, it's true. They sort of moved on to the BO4 because this is a fresh step. But clearly, as much as people say, I'm done with COD, F this, Battlefield, clearly they're coming back. <laughs> they're still here. <laughs> and I, I hope this this game marks an end of an era for the I mean, Black Ops 4 didn't do it. I hope this game does it where it truly shows people you got to move on with your life, man. It, it's not working for you. Goodbye. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's, uh, yeah, somebody wrote, watch how these people be when Berlin comes out. They're going to do the Easter egg run to Twitter and complain. But yeah, I mean, Fajardi said it as well. I mean, it's just, it's, it's exactly what it's going to be. Um, and it's the same thing with, oh, there was a pandemic. should have delayed the game. That's, that wasn't an option, bro. That's not how Activision works. That wasn't there. That, that was Treyarch's. Was and it's not Treyarch's choice either. So it's like, I mean, do the people at Treyarch want to be employed and put out a game when they're told to? Or they just want to, oh, Activision, we're, we're wearing masks. We got to work at home. Like, we can't. What do you, what do you want them to do? Like, yeah, guys. You, so the Treyarch devs are all like, yeah, guys. So we're completely stopping development. We're all going to put this massive effort to stop. We're going to put up our fronts to Activision. They're going to go protest in front of Activision HQ, bro. Yeah, we don't want to work, man. We don't want to get paid. We just want to... It's like, man... And that's another thing, too. I mean, to kind of wrap up this this topic on community and drama and whatnot, there's channels that still exist. All they post is negativity. They fuel what I consider this complete garbage that's in the community. It It needs to stop. There's channels out there that fuel this. I won't name them, but... All they all they post is I'm done with COD. This is why the game is a problem. I'm not I'm not a fan of this. Why are you still posting then? Is that your only form of income? It's all you've invested yeah. in. Like what? Why well, are you still covering there's this? Difference between constructive criticism and and hating and completely putting things to, to shame and and saying this. Just ignoring game. things. Yeah. It's like there's a difference, dude. People like I want the game to get better, and, and people do too. That's why we put out our constructive criticism about the game to make it feel better and suggestions on how they could do it. Not just say, game shit. No, sorry, you're done. Like, you don't just, you don't just lay it off. You're like, yeah, sorry, game shit. Let's just talk about it for a whole year, how the game is so shit because I need to fucking gain subs. So let me just take, yeah, say 5,000 things about how the game shit. I, I think I, a big part of this too is the way content works in Call of Duty has changed over the years. It's not about... Oh, the storyline channels, your guide channels. Those are kind of fading away now. It's kind of like you have a couple story channels here and there. Guides aren't needed. Now it's pretty much news leaks. And then you have your Twitch highlight channels. I've never seen the amount of channels like this years ago where people just stream on Twitch, make a living, thousands of dollars a month, crazy Twitch subs, huge success. They then hire an editor to take all that content, their stream highlights, and put on a YouTube channel to then triple the the profit. That is the new way that I've seen Call of Duty content being made, right? So, and... You can thank Warzone for that one, but everything is changing. And it's if you can't adapt to that, then don't. You don't have no one's forcing you to, but you can't come on to to, to the, the the new the new norm. You can't look at you know devs tweets and look at the marketing and say, oh yeah, it needs to be this way. Activision is being told otherwise by their success and their numbers, man. It's gotta accept that. Um 
but yeah, man, it's it's one thing. I, I think it's a good thing to kind of like get this out, emphasize what we're talking about here on a podcast, not jam it into videos or you know put it in Twitter threads. Getting it off our chest, I think, is good, is good to is good to talk about. I think that the community has a lot of work to do. Will, will it ever change? I don't know, but uh, I think there's a real lack of maturity in some people out there that just I don't know if it's gonna take them a couple more years to grow up. I don't know if this is a cycle that continues and it doesn't go away. I don't know what it is, but people just got to move on, man. I think you know. People's got to move on. It's uh, it's something across every mode in the game. I, I guarantee people that are complaining about oh multiplayer maps and zombies, multiplayer maps, you know, or campaign maps and zombies. Did you even play a campaign in multiplayer? Probably not. <laughs> Why are you complaining? Um, but yeah, just wanted to kind of get that off my chest real quickly with uh, the community and whatnot. Yeah, yep. I think we'll wrap up this this podcast with our, our TikTok cringe, man. I love some TikTok cringe, man. Yeah, I, I really, I you know, lately I've been seeing there's a lot there's a lot of full time TikTokers that make Call of Duty videos about news and whatnot, and they just don't know what they're talking about, man. I'm not saying I'm better in any way than anybody here, but straight up information that's debunked in five seconds. So let's start with with a couple of these here. <laughs> oh man, this this is fun. And if you're listening to this on a, a audio platform, iTunes, Spotify. I'll still explain this the best way I can, but uh, without playing huge leaks, without playing any of this audio, because I don't want to, you know, overlap our audio. This guy has a TikTok here, who said, uh, "Huge leaks for zombies." Major Twitter leaker Addy says we're gonna see as many as six new maps in Colder Zombie. Let me actually window capture this first, so people can see what I'm talking about here. Should I play the audio or should I just read it? I'll just play the audio for it. It's what do you think, Fajari? Should I play it? Or just... I, I think, I mean... It's only eight seconds. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah actually, go for it. Actually, I'll, I'll <laughs> just read it. it. So this guy, essentially what this guy did on TikTok, he said, okay, reliable leaker on Twitter, Addy Source, that we're going to see as many as six round-based maps in Cold War Zombies. One per season, that is. And I'm like, wasn't that debunked, like, instantly once season two's roadmap got revealed? But okay. <laughs> kind of confused on that one. Um, this, Here's another one. Even more big leaks for zombies from the same guy. Uh, future zombies content reported on a possible new map, Mar der Toten, going to be set in East Berlin in the 80s. Some areas to fight in the street. There's also going to be some areas in the buildings that's going to be chunks of the map from both Kino der Toten and Verrucht. Huh? It's like... There's, dude, there's still, some, there's still some people that actually think that's the name of the map. Which it Mar der Toten. That's, that's probably not the name of the map. Oh, what is this one? Blatant hacking. <laughs> Wait, it's called blatant hacking, but funny because idiots fall for this shit. Oh, I'm gonna play this real quick. Shout out to. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Who's that? Let me see. Hold on. Oh my let me, god. Let me see who the enemy this. Are those names? That, Kismet, right? Am I saying right? Kismet? That, yeah. Are those custom file names? Yes, that, they are. That they put. Yeah, Kismet oh from uh, the lore chat Discord. Yeah, thank, thank you for sending me these these TikToks. Uh, let me see what it. 44 seconds long. So blatant hacking, but idiots fall for it. What is this? I want to see what this is. Um, I'll be, I'll, I'll be, I'll be careful with audio because it might be copyrighted music. So uh, blatant hacking. Wait, what? What is this person doing? So he's on a computer, running around a D machina. What is this person doing? I'm gonna skip around a little bit. Oh, let me see what he says. Actually, this gun. hold up. Level six. All right. Level six, this gun. Let me see what he's You can probably try playing audio. I am, I am. This gun, level max instantly. Everything's maxed out. This gun's just going to keep leveling up, get so much XP. 
I don't know how this works. I really don't know, but I'm sure they're going to... So this guy... Okay, I know what's going on here. This guy's trying to provide a strat for how to rank up your weapons quick, and he's literally hacking. People are... <laughs> <laughs> bro, TikTok is unmatched, bro. We, we were talking... We were ranting about Twitter, Reddit, but TikTok's a whole other... I mean, I, yeah. You don't even need... Yeah. Yeah, Kismet's right. You need audio for this. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, cute cow video. For, for, the for, juice. For everything, forget everything you just watched. It's in the audio, man. <laughs> cute cow video. <laughs> um, did you guys know that map D Machina is in transit? Oh man, that that's a that's a groundbreaking uh, revelation here. Hold on, let me play this. I didn't know that. Did I, know? Know. Huggers. I didn't know. Transit, Huggers. Map, that was is in audio. <laughs> really? Omg. The original map. The original. See, at least some of these are more lighthearted. When you're trying to convince somebody of something that's not true, that's really cringe. But that was, uh, that was just a fun one. Firebase Z exact replica of Dome. Huh? Let's just, uh, I'll play the audio with this one. I hope it's Dome? Earlier today, Treyarch Studios tweeted this. In this tweet, it says, Project End Station was only the beginning. They are confirming that there's a new Zombies map coming to Call of Duty Cold War. Now, right away, at first glance, this map gives me an exact replica of Dome from Modern Warfare 3 and a little bit of Ascension from Call of Duty Black Ops 1. Oh my god. What do you guys think it's going to be? Yeah, you guys have the link to this folder, right? You guys are clicking along as I am? Yeah, yeah okay. Are... Okay, I, yeah. <laughs> Dome from my, yeah, so wait. Dome from Modern Warfare invented domes, by the way. Austin Thompson, thank you, buddy. Uh, let me read that uh, comment real quick. Austin Thompson, must love, man. He said, almost forgot to pay for, oh, I really appreciate that, my guy. Appreciate you being here, my guy. Thank you. Uh, that's, that's, yeah. Dome invented domes. Jeb had a vision of merch making pap. Wait, what? <laughs> this is the story Jeb. behind pack a punch Jeb Brown. On April 18th, 1885. Oh, I can't click on them. I saw Brown this one. I saw, oh, that's so He cringe. had a vision that we got merch. I made this hoodie to keep you guys warm. I and can't click back, on them. I, so I don't know why. And others to be awesome every day of your lives. So if you want a cup of hoodie, <laughs> link is in my bio. So a merch plugin. Okay. What is this? Cool Cockley is the bus driver. What is this? I haven't seen this one. Only oh, always no, remember this. This one didn't make sense to me. What is this? <laughs> no, now I am not stopping. Fuck you. Get your ass up. What are these TikToks, bro? What is going on here? My guy gets everything he possibly can wrong about Orda. Oh, that's fun. Let's see this one. This is the story of the Orda. The story the of the Orda. Of time, there was Ether and the Keeper. Uh, 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 Holy uh, shit. Uh, hold up, hold up. I started it. There's already Keeper references. That doesn't, those don't exist anymore. So that's already wrong. Hold up. <laughs> Let's keep going. And started experimenting with it. But it corrupted them and eventually they started a war against other Keepers. The corrupted ones lost the war and they got banished to the Dark Ether. And from being in the Dark Ether for eons, they turn into creatures like this, called the Apothecans. Some of them evolved into Margwas, some of them evolved into the creatures we see in Revelation. No. But now, we can add the Orda to the list of Apothecans. Is that the, the Zig? and other Apothecans are Elder Gods. Yeah. And we know this because the Stranger on Day 1646 says that Wait. he sees this for the first time. What? And that survivors around him are calling it an Elder God. And we've seen Elder Gods before. The Ascension group tried to get the blood of an Elder God to build the Agarthan device. And even before that, Jeb Brown, the creator of the Pack-a-Punch, gets told by the Keepers to make the Agarthan device, and one of the items he needs is the blood of an Elder God, but there was no submarines at the time, so he would have died. Ooh, okay. Uh, that guy's really Holy trying. Shit. 
That guy's really trying. <laughs> That's not true. It's the zig. Respect the zig. Respect the zig. Yeah, my guy just makes educated guesses. Yet there is a new map and a new wonder weapon, like all maps. Also, Berlin is the final round based map, apparently. But yeah, that's also not true, by the way. The reason they, they labeled Outbreak as DLC 2 is because they know there's only two more DLCs left in that sense with Berlin and one more map. Yeah, why would they? Yeah, see, that I, does, I, don't yeah. Get the, I don't get the Berlin is the last map. Yeah, thing it, 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 I'll tell you why that is because data miners don't know what they're doing who, who do export all on Greyhound. They don't know what they're talking about. They can only find references to one more round-based map, which is Berlin. They don't actually know anything beyond that because they have a, a pre-alpha build of Cold War, which is limited information in it. They can't see anything past uh, the upcoming update for Season 4. So, again, misinterpreted. Eventually, the well the, eventually the, the well is going to run dry. dry. Yeah, the well is running dry, <laughs> my guy. Data miners will realize they don't actually have sources, and Greyhound doesn't count. So, next one we have here is... Yeah, my guy just makes educated guesses, yet there's a new map. Okay, let's read this. What's this one? The next Black Ops Cold War Zombies map is going to come in Season 4 Reloaded and it is going to take place in Berlin. There is for sure going to be a new Wonder Weapon and more than likely a new boss enemy. Uh, we don't know much more other than that. This also could be the last round-based Zombies map coming to Black Ops Cold War. So let's hope it's a good one. Why Why does he have footage of the Season 3 outro cutscene? How is that relevant to Zombies in any way? He could have made some effort to... Nick, hey, I know this guy. No, I, I, who is this? Wait, this icon Nick. This is my, this is my friend, dude. What the fuck? Why are you here? <laughs> dude, what the fuck? Why are you making TikTok, dude? What's going on? Dude, bro, I'm done, dude. dude. What the fuck? What's was... going on, dude? Oh my god, bro. That's at, and you knew this guy. There's no wait, what? Yeah, I know this guy. He follows me on Twitter. I talked to him, bro. What's why don't going you, on, dude? Why, why, don't you, why don't you ask him why he put season three's outro cutscene in this zombie TikTok? I'm kind of confused. Zero know, relevance, bro. Uh, oh my god, the first tweet I see is new TikToks. <laughs> oh, what is this? What is this Twitter? The iconic Nick? Uh, the icon Nick, yeah. That's dude. What? Oh, dude, what the fuck? Dude, I didn't, I didn't see this at first. I didn't see this one at first. Bro, Nick, where are you at, man? New TikToks are up. Maybe go show some love. Uh, Dude, yeah, this guy wow. is heavy on TikTok. Um, by the Bro, way, I, uh... by the way, Chef, anybody's wondering like what how TikTok content works. I know people that are partnering on TikTok. I will tell you, just like YouTube Shorts, they don't actually make money. Uh, I would say big TikTok stars. Bella Pors, for example, other big ones out there, they probably make most of their money from, you know, partnerships, sponsorships, brand deals, all that. CPMs of TikTok videos, short-term content, like YouTube Shorts, they don't make any money. So if anybody's interested in, like, how content works, how you make a career off of it, how to make a living off of it, TikTok ain't, TikTok ain't the way, my guy. TikTok ain't the way. I'm just pointing that out. Not, not talking about iconic at all. I'm saying in general, in a general sense of how TikTok works. I know people that are partnered that make pennies off of 100K views, so it's not... Not necessarily a good uh, a good way to go down. Yeah, uh, I just yeah. I just got a I, I got a DM from Kismet and she said she, she's uh she's sorry that your friend was in there. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Iceman <laughs> sent me something. Iceman sent me a TikTok. I want to pull up real quick. What was the what was the one the other day I was dying at? What was the one? I, oh, hold up, hold up. Oh, here's a good one. The call to that trailer makes me realize how little effort Treyarch puts in the character story and development. Now, I'll pull it up real quick. One forsaken crew. I'm playing this one. And a shipload of the undead. Is that ironic? He chose a celebrity map to say that when these characters get development in what one map and never get seen again. So <laughs> is that a bit ironic? I called that of all maps. Okay. Uh, we'll see more character development in uh, Outbreak Second Quest. There's that one. I have some more in this uh, Google folder here. 
The Glacier zombie map is coming. Wait, what is this? Even more leaks about zombies. Major leaker Addy Source has reported more info on another new map. I, that TikTok is so bad. Set inside a glacier in a big mountain, and the cool thing I, about respect this is the going to be vertical. Everything's going to be you know, up and down, and the only oh shit, way everything's going to be up and down was die res. What? So the map is <gasps> Spud Stally. What happened? Spud Stally. Oh, Spud. What was the funny TikTok yesterday, man? I'm gonna find. I'm pulling my camera real quick. Hold up. There was one that was so funny. We were talking about it, Fajardi. I sent it to you, and you're like, "Oh, you saved it." Hold on, let me pull it up real quick. What the hell is it? Oh, it, it was another. Yeah, it was another one. Kismet actually. I sent found it. I found it in the chat. Oh, with JC in it. <laughs> oh no, hold on. I'm gonna send it to our chat real quick. Oh no, unless you have it. Do you have access to it? Hold up. I'm pulling it up. I found it. I no, just, I, I, don't, it. I don't have access to it. I just pasted it in our chat. Let me see if it plays here. Oh my god, this it will. One. It will. Let's see. Zombie Chronicles 2 may have just been teased. This comes after there was a mysterious guy in the background of an OG zombie YouTuber stream. As you can see down below, there comes a point in the stream where JC Backfire leaves to get a water. When he does, this mysterious man gets up and sits in the chair. He then takes off the mask and turns around. If you couldn't tell, that's Jason Blundell, the same person that revealed Zombie Chronicles 1 with <laughs> JC Backfire back in 2017. So... I get the, the the connection here. It's like, oh, they revealed the first Chronicles. What is it this time? But oh, I, I think I cringe more at the fact Some that I, I got shit on last year for saying a Chronicles 2 was in development for BO4, which got scrapped. But now this year, everybody's like, oh, Chronicles, Chronicles, Chronicles. What? Come on, bro. But anyway, TikTok is this, a new breed, my guy. The TikTok you just watched, I'm, when I saw it yesterday, I was like, I, I don't know what this, this TikTok, like, kind of like trend where the person like they're talking just right in the camera just well, call of duty Warzone. uh you know just uh, it's i've seen a lot of people do it like that where they're just directly <sighs> right in the camera bang and it's so weird i i have no idea why people do it like that yeah i i just oh my god dude i mean i'm just not a fan of the platform man if you guys are successful on it you guys like it go for it man whenever i open it up it's just half naked bitches True. shaking their tits and ass i don't really find any enjoyment out of it um, and I just, it's like, it's, in, I feel, it's embarrassing to open up, like, in, if I'm around my grandma, my girlfriend, who wants to see that, man? It's, it's, it's disrespectful. It's embarrassing. That's all I see on it. I don't, I just, I can't, I don't use it. I deleted the app. Um, but to see the Call of Duty news trend on TikTok be that bad, I'm just like, yikes. And the problem is there's so many people on TikTok that it, it really strays the community perception of things. When so many people are listening to those, to those TikToks, that's what they'll believe. They're not, they're, not, they're not watching YouTube videos to verify this. They're watching the quick, short-term TikTok, you know, content. And that's what they're going to believe. And it's like, it's sad. Is he misinformation like that being spread so quickly on this platform? It's actually... Uh, what's it called? Is TGR doing TikTok? Maybe he should do it just so people don't get no more... Uh, he more, uh, He's kind of on and off with it. He got part, he got partnered, but he reached the, the level to start making money off of it and realized that not really a point to do them. Yeah. If you're trying to make some money, I mean, if you're doing it as a career, it might just be something for a I hobby. Told, I told Matt... If like if you want to like pop big on TikTok, like go do duets with these people that are putting misinformation and it's like with you know in his like in his voice debunk you know, it. with his commentating voice debunk it and then like he because he looks when he gets into things he gets really into things. And yeah, I think Matt, Matt, Matt was hosting our podcast. Yeah, Matt was hosting our podcast. He was the host of this. Right? He, he goes off on tangents. I mean, he's passionate. Yeah. He'll talk. He was he, he was the host that time when he was on. He came on twice. Uh, he had a lot to say. So no genius idea. Have him duet uh, some of these these fake news quick TikToks. Um, it's like I said, chat. You guys know how I feel about the whole Chronicles two thing. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Let's look at new content. Let, 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 let's accept the fact that game development's hard. 
things are in development, could be near completion, could be near release and get scrapped. So that's my, that might that might be what happened with this. If anything, if you ask me what I think personally, Green Run, Region, and Outbreak as its own little playlist, separate from the other ones we have right now. That's all I see. I don't see Round Base Buried happening. I don't see any of that shit. If it happens, it happens. I'll take it. But I'm looking forward to new content and Treyarch's new beginning with with what they have planned for Black Ops Cold War and COD 2023. But, bro, the TikToks, man, I, I just... <laughs> What do I say about it? I'm like, I I mean, I mean, they do it on purpose too, right? If you're a male or female. Amber, my girlfriend, opens up TikTok. She'll see kitties. She'll see monkeys. She'll see funny, cute shit. I, op I open it up. I see half-naked women. I see ho-ass shit. I see people talking about cheating on their boyfriends. I'm like, why, do I, why are you showing me this TikTok? You know that I'm a male and you're showing me this. I don't want to see that. Bro, it's like, come on, man. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not down bad where I have to see stuff like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but... You look at someone like Bella Porsche, TikToker, got big off you know goofy videos, and look where she's at. She brand deals, sponsors, music videos. God bless them. If you could, you could find a way to make it somehow on new social media platforms, go for it. But COD News, please stay off TikTok, man. It's just at least we, at least verify something first if you want to do it. We gotta find that that TikTok of the one guy who said who said uh, <laughs> your YouTube intro actually with the bus. Oh he my said, God! Oh, this, this, Bro. this is a teaser. This is the teaser at the end of the Cold War Zombies trailer. It, if it, I look, these maps are going to be revealed next week. I actually might <laughs> be able to transit remake. I might be able to find it. What month was Cold War? When was the multiplayer reveal for Cold War? I might be able to find that. Hold up, September, hold up. September, October. I actually September, might. Yeah. I might be able to find it. I'm going to scroll through my videos right now. On so essentially, chat. If you guys are confused, uh, over in the multiplayer reveal for Cold War, they showed zombies at the end, right? I then made a video about a day later. And you guys know my transit intro. I have a bus intro for my zombie-specific videos. Somebody on TikTok stole my intro, put in their TikTok, and said, this is a new teaser for the transit remake in Cold War. I'm like, <laughs> what in the... F and I'm not going to strike the dude. I'm not going to take him down. But I commented on it. I'm like, huh? I, I'm like, what? And I want the guy ever reply to me. Let me find it. September, what date What date was it? Multiplayer reveal for Cold War. Let me find it real quick. September 9th. September 9th? Oh, thank you. Somebody put in chat. Who was that? All this crap. Lil AK, did I swear to God? I swear. I've seen some stuff, bro. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not big by any means. I'm only a 60k. I've seen some shit, though. I will tell you that much. I've seen some crazy shit. I'm looking right now. I, I have to find this. No way, I don't find it right now. Uh, and how? I mean, September 9th, huh? Maybe. Um, let me see. Fuck, bro. Where was it? I swear I screen recorded it somewhere. Let me go to screen recordings. Damn, bro. If I can't, if I can't find it right now, I will go ahead and post in Discord later. If I end up do finding it, September 9th, 2020. Right. Let me see. I had, bro, I have seen some crazy ass shit accusations. I mean, I, I've, bro, I've seen a lot of stuff, man. Um, imagine if he became super famous and uh, tried to strike you instead. That's a, that's a reverse Uno card right there, bro. What if he got me? I stole his TikTok that's or something. Like, there's like no conceivable way you can win that in court, like ever. Yeah. Well, I don't own the transit <laughs> bus one either, so we all lose, right? <laughs> well, but, but you, we all you, lose. You, you own that intro because, you know, you bought yeah, it. So. I, do, I do have that intro. Um, and it's not, it's not even a transit bus. It's a... Trans didn't it's invent a, the bus, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> it's also a truck. It's not even a bus. It's a truck. It's a truck. Yeah. Um, damn, I can't find it. I will. I will go through later, chat, and I will put it in. Uh, <laughs> I will put it in my Discord server if you're interested. I'm gonna find it later. Yeah, TikTok, man. I just we haven't gone off. We haven't gone off uh, to a good start with TikTok. I haven't really. Uh, but you know what? Uh, Fajardo was talking about this. If I end up doing a second channel for like shorts. It's not going to be to make any money. Shorts don't make money. It'll just be just, you know, marketing, some extra growth here and there. I would then take those shorts we make and throw them onto a TikTok just for the sake of it, for some other exposure. But, you know, revise muted, by the way. You can say something. 
revive it. Oh, there you go. Go ahead. No, sorry, sorry. Uh, my bad. Sorry. Um. Zazu put something funny in the chat. He said, I'm going to rip that chaos render and put it in a TikTok and say, Jason returned to continue the chaos story in the next map of the Library of Alexandria. I actually Big saw boss. a comment that said that, that Blundell's return for the Deviation Studios to make a new a, a chaos continuation. I'm like, huh? <laughs> Where is that going to work? Uh, what were you going to say, Revive? You, were saying, you got muted, though. What were you going to say? Uh, is he muted? Uh, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, sorry, no, my bad. Sorry, I no, no, y'all good, y'all good. <laughs> yeah, speaking of chaos, I did make a video the other day talking about you know what happened with chaos, what the future holds for it. If you guys are interested in that video, it's over on my channel. But hey, uh, it feels good to be back, chat. It feels good to be back, uh, back home to produce some content for you guys. We've got a big week ahead of us. Uh, I have a video that I want to put out tonight. I'm probably gonna save it for tomorrow morning. Uh, a bit of an experiment. Post the video early Saturday morning and uh, see how it does for you guys. See if anybody checks it out. Um, yeah, I'm going to dinner tonight, so I will be leaving in the next couple of minutes. But yeah, any other last words in chat or Fajardi Revived? Any other things I should cover real quick? Um, Anything else? I mean, relating to the... Uh, any of the topics the, or the TikTok? Or just what Zazu just said relating to the Chaos Render. Uh, I just want to say uh, on the podcast that I, that got 400 likes. So big bless. Thank you, everybody, if you liked it. Yeah. Um, we didn't have a time lapse this week, but hopefully we get one next week. I know Fajardi is itching for some brand new models for season four. Oh my god! Woo, I'm gonna maybe drove. Yeah, I'm model drove. Oh man, chat. And like I said, I think somebody earlier was like, "What's up with the ego?" And I'm like, "There's no ego, man. We're just proud of what we're doing. We're happy. We love the community. We love the people that support this channel, support our Discord. There's no ego. We're not better than anybody else. No, no one's above anybody else. We just love what we're doing here. We love the game right now. We're making the most of the time we have left with Black Ops Cold War season four is looking sharp. Cannot wait for the upcoming season." What about weapons? Uh, we talked about weapons a little bit. Setme assault rifle, a melee LMG, the nail gun. Ooh, nail guns coming uh, out. The uh, Kiparis um, SMG from BL1. I, I, used call, I used to call it the Caprice. Am I saying it wrong? Caparis? What the fuck? I, I, maybe I'm saying it wrong. I'm stupid. <laughs> well, we were we were both apparently saying Zenya wrong Kipuris. for how, how many how many months? So I don't know what's yeah, up. Yeah, Zenya, Zenya, Zenya. I don't know who fucking cares, man. It's like it's not was, a big deal. At least um, Bulldozer showed up in a new uh, cutscene today. I mean, I haven't seen Zayna in season I think one. I, I'm so. going to say Zayna's dead, but <laughs> yeah, Bulldozer popped up. Yeah, nail gun chat. By the way, quick reminder. Again, another thing that Cold War does better. Black Ops 3 and 4 had DLC weapons that weren't usable in zombies. Or BO3. BO4 had all of them available. BO oh, no, actually, no, I'm wrong. BO4 had melee weapons you couldn't use in zombies. So Cold War is the first iteration of Black Ops where you can use everything you want, DLC-wise, in any mode that you want. So nail gun... Ton of fun in Black Ops 3. I have so many memories in Black Ops 3 running that in SND, pissed people off. People were raging. Come on, you motherfucker. Like when I was not knocking out the nail gun and shit. People got mad. So first time we use it in zombies coming up in uh season four, June the 17th. As a reminder, plenty of content dropping this weekend on the channel and leading up to season four. I'll be live on Wednesday with the countdown to the upcoming season, and we'll be live for as long as possible with all the new content. But uh Hopefully we don't get too invested into the second outbreak quest where we lose some sleep. But I'm pretty sure a podcast should be live next Friday as well. Kind of reviewing everything that drops for season four, including the second outbreak quest. Still debating, should I stream the outbreak quest hunt? Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. I didn't do a guide for the first outbreak quest. I was like, uh, it was it was crazy, man. Things were buggy. Kept disconnecting. Kept having issues. But uh, we'll see what I do with uh, zombies coverage. Yep. But lots to look forward to. New kill streak, new multiplayer maps. Hopefully new modes. We got new point of interest in Warzone. I am pff, super hyped for the season, man. I think the season's going yep. to keep getting better. I don't know. That's the way I see it. One last thing. Uh, revive. Uh, is, your, is your Twitch Revive Gamer X? Is that, is that, yeah, your, that's is that the Twitch? Twitch? Yeah, that's my Twitch. Well, yeah. Are you stream? How often do you stream on Twitch? Here you go. 
I just, I just oh. put his uh, Twitch in the chat. Make sure you guys go follow that. He does a podcast hey. as well. So, hey, I was gonna say Thank quick, you, quick man. plug in the uh, the Random Fucks podcast. P H U C K. That's a clever name for a podcast, man. Yeah, I gotta yeah. tune in. I gotta tune in and catch up on some of those podcasts. Who's with you on that again? Uh, that's like me, Zazu, uh, Perka, Xbox, a couple, a couple of the awesome people, we, man. We do, uh, we do some fun stuff there too, but thank you, dude. I, thank you guys for that. Let thank me, you guys for having me on too. Hey man, it. we'll oh, do it again. We'll do it again. Yeah. Chat also a quick announcement right. too. Episode 15, I believe will mark the start of season two for this podcast, a little thumbnail revamp a couple of weeks from now. And we will start doing, I think with season two as well, we're going to get some, try to get some bigger guests on. I do have a couple in mind. MJ Crazer of Stitch is going to come on soon. Um, I definitely love to get in contact with JC. I think him and I have a lot in common in terms of, you know, going to school and finding our way, finding our path in life. Um, I'd love to have him on. That'd be day. huge. That'd be huge, man. I yeah, think JC is sure. one, one of the more wholesome creators who was around zombies that is able to appreciate all of what Call of Duty's doing, tries wars one out, respects other people's opinions. Never, I've never seen him in any beef or any bullshit. I mean, I respect him probably almost more than anybody I've seen. Um, in the Call of Duty scene. Hopefully I have him on. Hey, if Blundell can come on one day, that'd be fucking crazy. Deviation games, that'd be awesome. But, you know, I'm interested in Craig Houston. Man. Imagine having him on. Dave Anthony, who wrote Black Ops 1 and 2. Is that deviation now? So many people at Treyarch I want to talk to one day. And, you know, luckily, a couple of Treyarch devs have tweeted me recently. And I'm like, I'm going to try to, you know, ask them, you know, if they can, if they have the capability of ever coming out and talk about, you know, little things with their development. I, I love to see their progress with, you know, the art they do with the weapons, the maps, the cutscenes. I'll talk more about their process, especially working from home, working on Black Ops Cold War. So definitely working on getting uh, more guests like that in season two, a little uh, a bigger guest, and also some more members only uh, exclusivity for some guests on the podcast as well, right? The produce premise members on, on the channel can get some opportunity to be on the podcast too. So yeah, lots of plans in the way for this podcast. We aren't going anywhere. This will be available on all major audio platforms, iTunes, Spotify, and a bunch of others you probably haven't heard of before. And it's be available to rewatch in the public bombcast playlist over on my channel. But that is about it, everybody. Really appreciate Revive for coming on. We'll have him on again at some point soon. And yes, sir. we will see you guys in the next one. Peace out.